You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. This is Rick on uh, Sunday. The I'm, what, I'm sorry, last two weeks ago, got the date completely wrong because I was using... Um, oh, Microphones down here. I was using January's calendar. So do not trust anything you hear on the show. Do not trust anything you hear online because it can be completely inaccurate. I was finding out the date by looking at the correct calendar. It is the 19th. Would that be right? The 19th of February 2023. The year and the day right that I know of. That I know of. I did a, uh, about an hour and a half last week, and the streamer wasn't working. Very amazing show. Can I remember anything I said? No. Lost into the ether. Lost into the ether. It's um beautiful, warm weather here though in mid north coast of Australia. Chemtrails or spray lines up in the sky everywhere. Be told, one hundred percent. What are they? Don't ask me. Don't ask me. But they're not natural. Um, I've been uh, interested um, in this uh, Oregon story. I haven't looked into it a great deal because, you know, as you don't, as you don't these days. <clears throat> so I think it's going to be quite big because the author that wrote the book um, that kind of eerily predicted it, just like the, uh, you know, uh, was it 30 or so years before the Titanic went down, the, the wreck of the Titan, a big book that came out in the 18th, 18 and 1890 or 1880 accurately, eerily predicted the big shot ship that go down. There's a whole, I mean, you can go in any direction with that. There's conspiracy theory glory in the Titanic story. Insurance fraud, etc., etc. What was, you know, there's a whole lot of rich people on there that they wanted to get rid of that didn't want to sign the uh, FED thing, the Fed. They were on there apparently. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I was sitting on IPS's Discord having a bit of a look today and, and I suddenly popped into my head when I was looking at the story of the Oregon train crash, an invisible gas, poison, toxin story. And I said to him, I put a message and I said, has anyone, has anyone else or has anyone um, suggested that this might be a... Um, a, cons- a great conspiracy theory to say that the uh, poison gas story is a. Oh, you're listening to Rick talking to himself. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. This is Calm Card Ken from abroad. 
And y'all are listening to Fakeologist Audio at fakeologist.com. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Poor old Kenny rang me in the middle of a conversation last two weeks ago, and I uh, wasn't that happy about that. But he disappeared. Said, so, I try and talk to myself, to myself, because I enjoy talking to myself on the show. Anyway, we're just talking about the Oregon explosion, gas, you know, the uh, poison gas. And I suggested on IPS, I said, has anyone come up with the, uh, or suggested the theory that it's a poison gas cloud so they can clear the area for an alien mothership invention, a la Close Encounters of the Third Kind, because that's how that movie worked. You know, that's a fake a gas, poison gas, and to get the area cleared so the mothership could come and land on that devil's spiral, devil's mountain or whatever it's called. And I said, uh, if anyone hasn't, I'm claiming it. This is my new own theory. I don't agree. Of course, you know, my thoughts on UFOs. But it's a good theory, the clickbait. If I was into money and I was a conspiracy theorist that wanted money, that would oh, be my headline. Uh, alien mothership on way, fake uh, poison gas cloud, um, Illuminati confirmed, da-da-da-da, you know, point, point, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And people, Greg Carwood would have me on there that week, guaranteed. Guaranteed. I'd be on a number of uh, conspiracy-themed shows with my theory, the theory that I came up with. It's made-up theory. Anyway, IPS is on the, on the bull. He said, put it onto his gener- uh, news generator, which I didn't know I was busy working, but I think he might have, and good on him. He's, he's posted a few things on <laughs> These fake, he's got a really funny one that he's put that, um, the, um, ISS is going to crash land into China due to the shortage of helium. I thought that was hilarious. I just read that then. Very funny. One of the reasons I listened to the show, although I haven't listened to the last couple because of this thing that you got to download it beforehand because it's all streamed and video, which is a bit of a pain for me. Um, yeah. So last week, um, I said all these amazing things. Can't remember anything I said, but um, of interest, of interest, I've been um, reading a book. Now, would you believe that I would recommend a book that's got a uh, recommendation from Tim Flannery, author of The Weathermakers, the biggest dickhead in Australian history, the our, our climate change minister, who bought a property right on the water while he was claiming that all water um, areas were going to be um, underwater in 10, 15 years. Yes. And then also on the back, it's recommended by the Oprah magazine, Slow Death by Rubber Duck, it's called. Isn't the alarmist environmental, isn't just alarmist environmental shock and awe. It's a thoughtful book on how pollution has shifted over the years from something tangible and transparent Industrial pollutants are the cause of acid rain to something abstract and nuanced. BPAs, links to breast cancer. Now, I'm guaranteeing you now, this book's been, was put out and it was a, quite a big book in its seller in its day, but it's more for the smart elite types or the smart, um, well healed to read and make sure their kids don't take BPAs and plastics and phthalates, um, and things like that so that they will be Reprodu- having reproduction problems, uh, no issues whatsoever. But the normie idiots out there won't be reading the stuff. It wasn't, this should be front page news. I mean, they're suggesting, um, 
you know, the the real damage to BPAs and every and basically every chemical that's in your house all has this one common thing that it does, and it's, it destroys reproductive tissues, it, test, testicle issues, uh, prostate cancer, blah blah blah, phthalates particularly. And that's very strange word. It's like pH, th, l-a-t-e-s, whatever phthalates, phthalates. Um, I've been on about this and I've been reading about the, these things for probably 30 years and I totally agree that these things are there for a reason. This book doesn't suggest there's a conspiracy that they deliberately did it. It's like that, that they've done it naively as a money-making thing to add these chemicals. Uh, one of the biggest names that they mentioned continuously is a very old chemical company um, from, you know, like um, ex-British industrial corporation that made all their money in World War One, making mustard gas, which is now being sold as the cancer, uh, you know, when you when you go into chemo, it's the same old gas made by Dow and all these other corporations. Now, inter- there's so much interesting stuff in this book. Like, I had no idea. Now, we wonder why people are getting sick and get flus and things like that. Did you know? Did you know that... Anything non-stick, and I knew non-stick was poisonous and toxic um, when you heat it up to a certain thing. And they said, don't have your bird in a cage in a room where you're cooking with a non-stick fry pan. And I can tell you now, I've had a budgie keel over in a kitchen. I don't even think it was my budgie. But might have been looking after it, but it was suddenly dead one day. And I would say it was from the gases emitted from the non-stick shit that you got and everything. He said self-cleaning ovens, you turn them up to a certain thing. It said it's basically f- real severe flu-like symptoms and um, respiratory illness. So people with self-cleaning ovens, don't be in that same house while you're spraying that, uh, turning those things up. They And they know this, knew this before they put it in there. Um, it's just incredible. Um, it's, you know, one of the, the it's, uh, Phthalates, microban, so anything with microban, and I paint, right? Not, not of late, but quite ob- when I say paint, painting houses and painting things, not pictures. And most of the good paints now have, and on the side of their paint, it says microban, which is triclosan, tri- basically. It's a very, very toxic antibacterial can't think of that. Again, what are the side effects? Reproductive issues, reproductive issues. You know, there's this list, and these guys, what they did, it's Rick Smith, good name, Rick and Bruce Lowry from Canada. They went and tried all these things. They actually took, you know, drank through plastic bottles for a week and bits and pieces like that, and they measured themselves. And the BPAs, which is the most perfect toxic thing that you want to bring a population down put plastics and everything with these BPAs and they say they're banned now. Bullshit. All your drink, any drink bottle that you've got that's squash, squishy and squashy is full of the phthalates. That's P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. It's phthalates. You just say phthalates, I would say. And this book has got so many chemical names that the average idiot out there that was went through the education system in the last 20 years wouldn't be able to read, let alone understand, guaranteed. 
So I recommend looking at this book, but, uh, you know, is it fair point? Uh, uh, it's, it's just guiding people. And I, again, have said this before. One of the things I've taken notice of in a business that, you know, I've had going into a lot of very wealthy people's homes and opening their fridges up, being nosy, being nosy. What's the common thing about the very successful and well to do, uh, green type person? No plastics whatsoever. All glass, all glass storage. Or you can get beeswax wraps, which these people seem to all have. They'd seem to know that um, your um, crappy uh, Glad wrap or the plastic foil that you've been putting over your things, which back in the 70s we were warned about. I remember, I remember that they said do not use this stuff because it leaches toxins. So this was in the 70s they were warning people about that. Well, there were people back in the day before the media got taken over, there were people that were, you know, with a science background that were prepared to tell the truth. So not only is it, you, 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 which I was talking about, I think last show I did, Be Told, Be Told, I was warning about um, all the chemicals and the sprays and uh, things like that that are in pesticides, which are just soaked in all your foods. It's coming from every direction. And who knew that your non-stick oven, that when you turn it up to cook your things, is releasing a toxic gas? So you come down with a flu, like symptoms, coughing and spluttering, and you think you've got, got a flu. No, you just had a, um, you've been toxified by um, non-stick chemicals. And, that's, and that, go, that goes, the phthalates go into everything. So they're in vinyl particularly. Anything that's plastic that you can squash up with your hand and it leaches clothing and the dyes now. There's dye, all the dyes and your cheap clothes and your T-shirts that kids are all wearing. If you know, most parents can't afford to go shopping at um, get pure organic cotton shirts because all those companies went broke mysteriously. Like Gowings in Sydney that used to make beautiful Australian cotton singlets and things like that went bankrupt mysteriously. Next thing, all their stuff was coming from overseas. Soaked in pesticides, guaranteed, and toxic dyes, et cetera, et cetera. So <clears throat> I, I definitely agree with everything in this book, even the fact that Tim Flannery recommends it. And it's probably only because he, you know, look, they, they want to keep their, uh, their class reproducing so they can condition their parent, their children, et cetera. But the average person doesn't care or has no idea about this and doesn't care. Um, yeah. Now, talking about um, um, talking about books, I've been perusing. I, oh, no, I go back, go back. I listened to two episodes of... Conspiracy theories and unpopular culture that's hosted by a fake named Isaac Weishaupt, which is a stage name, you know, like it's an Illuminati surname. He used to be called Illuminati, the Illuminati something. You know, really, he's only uh, probably in his 40s. Good personality, does a very good show, but I don't, you know, sometimes I'm listening to it and he ta- talks, he, he's, he, he's a bit, what would you call it, PC in some respects to like music and certain agendas he's not too crash hot on, but he did a fantastic review on The Wizard of Oz. Now, 
I knew about the Wizard of Oz. I in the book. I found it a couple of years ago, and I always just thought it was a kind of a thinly veiled uh, thing on on the money system and uh, the Fed and exposing the. You know, but no, I didn't realise that he was a theosophist, a very big one. His wife certainly was um, the daughter of a pretty heavy theosophist, and I'm again like the. Um, Benai Brith, no, not Benai Brith, the Baha'i Faith and um, that other one that Alan Watt was kind of had a meeting with or whatever, whatever they call that strange little church. I think I might have confused Baha'i with last week because I've got a church in Balmain, or not a church, a big building. Well, not sorry, a big building, a building there that I see. Um, yeah, so this... Uh, L. Frank Baum was a theosophist, and it's full. The, the, the book is full of theosophy and bits and pieces. I had no idea about that, so I urge anyone to listen to those last two shows. He's got a third one coming out, which he's analysing the, mo- the. He's just done the movie, and of course, you remember that you know there was that rumor years ago that, that Pink Floyd had um, synchronised some of the movie with that Dark Side of the Moon. It seems to. There's synchronicities when you play the movie at the same time as the the film, the book, the album, the same time as the film. Nah, it could be just a synchronicity. It certainly is interesting. Uh, and and uh, I do believe Dave Gilmore is a Satanist. That's what I heard. I am a conspiracy theorist, though, so don't trust anything I say. <clears throat> but I'd, it could be on the money. He was a very big influential person on... Um, uh, Kate Bush, she apparently went to him when she was 15 with her demos and he produced her or made sure she got famous. And now that song, I mean, Kate Bush and has become a huge, she's thanks to Stranger Things and running up that hill song. So there's a kind of a tenuous link with some strange stuff and Dave Gilmore. But um, anyway, yeah, the book is fantastic to read as itself, but he, I didn't know he also did 30 other books or 20 or a huge amount of sequels to Wizard of Oz. And Oz is apparently, a, goes back to uh, Zoroastri- Zoroastrianism, which is the, the theosophists also are kind of in, into that. I'm, I've always been fascinated with theosophy though. And I think the, the book I've got here, it's called In Tune with the Infinite. And just by coincidence, by coincidence, in this film, Dorothy's talking to a magician guy and he does this big spiel and he brings it and he says, you know, we will be in tune with the infinite in the movie, which is a very philosophical thing. And I've got the book, In Tune with the Infinite, it was 1897 by R.W. Trine, Wealth, Ralph Waldo Trine. Sounds a bit of a made-up name. The trine bit, I think it sounds a bit, whatever trine means. I know it's kind of, I'm quite a mathematical symbolism and um, the interesting book. Uh, very much, again, bringing up Oprah again, her book, the, is it The Gift or the, the Secret? The Secret. This is very much along that, you know, manifesting things and the law of prosperity. That's very much like Oprah. You know, and as if she came up with that, as if she came up with that. A huge bestseller, The Secret, about how you manifest things. And I can remember going to lots of different people's places and they had a been read that book and it told you like to get 
a board and cut out pictures of everything you want and just think of it and wish it and it will manifest. So this is going back to an ancient theosophical uh, and going back before them, Zoroastrianism possibly, is manifesting things. Does it work? I don't know. Maybe it does. It doesn't, you know, there's nothing evil in, in, intent in any of these books. Some really nice things, but, you know, in the inside, one of the chapters is called Wisdom Interior Illumination. Illumination. They always bring up the light with the Theosophical Society. Very odd, but as being in Sydney, there was a huge theos- Theosophical um, takeover back in the, I think, the 20s or 30s. And again, I've walked past and walked through on Friday night streets that are one particular street, which is still continue has all of the theosophical original buildings. No renovations have been done on them. They are still the same. At Steiner's there, all these other, you know, Rudolf Steiner's got a, there's a, the original Steiner building, anthropomorphical something or other, a huge word which I can't be bothered saying. It's there. I've taken photos of it. I have to do it again. Put them on to the live stream on uh, wherever. Wherever. But yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, Back again, but you would have known because of the uh, Velo box. I think it's working now. I can disappear for a few seconds and come back. You never knew. Um, It's talking about TV shows and the influence of kids' TV shows. I was thinking about the other day, which I've already brought it up many times on different shows on fakeologist.com and uh, the F-A-R-T, Fakeologist Australia Roundtable. Um, she's our, one of the, is the one that stands out the most weaponized, and that's the little boy who turns into a female superhero with a handbag, clearly cross-dressing. Um Produced by Canadian and Australian ABCs, or the CBC and the ABC. So I, I just remember coming in, switching it off as soon as I saw it on TV. I didn't want kids watching that stuff. And again, 10 years, so 15 years after that show came out, I can tell you now, folks, that Sydney and anywhere with that um, show and that kind of agenda, they're everywhere. And the whole of Sydney's now rainbow flags. And it's no, not rainbows, it's that in, inclusive. Uh, diversity colours, which has got a few extra colours in there. They're painting a church stairs the other day as I walked past, put it onto the Rick and Rollo uh, site with a welcome, you know, rainbow coloured up to the church steps. Every building is covered in, you know, pictures of, you know, there's women, women relationship adverts everywhere. They've got rid of the white person. And now they've got a coloured person and a person of whatever the thing, you know, staring longly at each other for a kitchen commercial. You're listening to Rick talk to himself. They guided me with psyops. Psychological operations. They guided me with psyops. They weaponized psychology. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Hi folks, this is Alan Watts' name, and you're listening to Rick talking to himself, be told, on 
Sunday, the 19th, 2023. Thank you, Alan. Fantastic. I've heard a, heard a couple of messages from his uh, real Alan Watts uh, widow, Melissa, and she's doing her own show. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. Uh, sent a couple of songs off to her that I thought reminded me of Alan. Um, and she's always sends a message back saying, thank you very much. L- nice person. Nice person. And um, going on kids shows I was talking about before. So she's there and the, like the whole of Sydney is always on Mardi Gras time, which is what it is. But now, now they're turning it to Pride, World Pride. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins. Remember that? They've changed Pride from a bad word to a good word. Like the rainbow from a beautiful thing to a, uh, you know, something you assume, you know, some cross-dressing fat trannies roaming around, staggering around in the high hills. Uh, that, that's what goes into your head when you think of the rainbow now. It's very sad how that has been hijacked. The other show, uh, and I, this is one of the earliest things I brought up when I first came on doing podcast, was the Teletubbies. Now, that show, because, you know, I had little kids, it had been out for probably 10 years before they were born. Um, it was a hugely popular show amongst ravers in the 90s would come home off their heads on pills and speed and um, sit there chilling out watching the Teletubbies because the show is a 100% hypnos- hypnotism. Everything about it is hypnotic and it was putting imagery and things into kids' brains. Guaranteed, they got little. Look at the symbols on their little heads. You know, little pyramid, little TV aerials, little cross. Uh, you know, ancient symbols on their heads. And one episode I was watching, and it was called. It was that they occasionally would have a musical kind of interlude, and it was like real footage of kids dancing and whatever. And I think we had an old video at that stage and was playing it to my TV addicted children. That I helped get that way. I have to say. Um, the little square babysitter that you had in your corner of the room, or the big square one. Now it's the big rectangle black, black, um, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey thingy. Um, but they had a thing called the, it was the bumba dance or something or other. And it, they were all kids were jumping around, wiggling their asses. And I was thinking, this isn't a kids thing. This is like an African, um, Fertility dance. And I remember thinking, you know, straight away, oh, that's dodgy, you know. And it's BBC produced Teletubby, so work that one out and have a look at the statue on the top of the BBC building. If it's still there, I bet they removed it with an old man chasing a little boy. It's on the, the when you walk into the BBC studios, very, very eerily prescient to a lot of their staff. And I've got a side track here. TV is full of puffs. And I'm sorry, I'm I don't, I've got no problem with them, the, 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 the proper normal ones, that that's their life. But there's an agenda-pushing type out there that are bad. And um, the, the, you know, the Teletubbies are doing this thing. Now, what happened? 12, these little kids that were watching that 12, 15 years later, twerking. Twerking is a thing. And... It's identical to this little dance these kids were doing, except that, you know, twerking's, you know, clearly I would say an African or an ancient fertility dance or to get the men excited watching these women wiggling their asses. 
and now you've got that um, gay rapper that I can't remember because I do not get into that music, whatever his name is. That, you know, he came out with blood shoes with blood in them, and next thing he's got a video of them twerking on Satan's lap. Yes, he did. That's okay. Do I know his name? No. They're all dodgy. Uh, the, the, these made made up rap characters. They're all actors. A lot of them beforehand, like um, uh, most of them actually have an acting background. Uh, some of the big ones that are out at the moment all certainly do. Why well, can't I remember their names? Because I can't be fucked. <clears throat> but they'll, they'll pop into my head if I need it. Very tight. My goodness. Very busy man. Last couple of days, walking everywhere in Sydney in the heat with a bag on my shoulder, homeless in between jobs because I didn't want to drive down because it saves me a lot of money. But I got very fit. I'm 83 kilos fit now. I lost, I was 88 at one stage and now going to the gym a lot more, much more fitter, fitterer. But yeah, um, Teletubbies, 100% hypnotic feeding imagery into your little children back in the, from the 90s onwards. And then the Smurfs. I mean, that, that was around the probably might have been a 70s or early 80s thing that was a big thing where kids collected Smurfs. Little blue people. Little blue people. And we talked about blue people before on this show. Um, there's a ancient Hindu thing deep down there, guaranteed. But not only little blue people, but they were wearing the revolutionary hat of, of, you know, through the French Revolution, the famous hat, whatever it's called, I can't remember the name. Can't remember the name. Don't need to, but that's the hat that they're wearing, that the Smurfs are wearing, or well, certainly a couple of them. No, no coincidence. No coincidence. I haven't even looked into it, never watched it. None of my kids were interested in it, thank goodness. I think actually we went to the Smurf movie that they redid one and with that Home, an open homosexual actor was in there as the only real character in there, a human. The rest of it was all animated. The um, actor from that um, ridiculous doctor show about a child doctor. And last week, I couldn't remember, it was Murphy Brown. I was trying to think of Murphy Brown. Again, one week later, two weeks later, I can remember the name of something I was thinking about two weeks ago. Murphy Brown was the wife Oh, the, the, the star of Murphy Brown, Candace Bergen, was the wife of that director of the movie with Brooke Shields, Pretty Baby. I think it's surname's Mal, M-A-L-L-E, I think. Uh, I'm not sitting here with any device. I've a cheap old crappy phone. I haven't got a computer screen in front of me. I'm using my own brain. It's worn and tired very much after the last couple of days. Be told. But yeah, TV shows, kids shows, well weaponized. Well weaponized, particularly those, you know, she's there pushing across dressing agenda. And there would have been imbecile parents, you know, politically correct, like, oh, he, you know, little Johnny can go with she's there and we'll dress him up in drag and put a handbag on him when he goes to the, you know, the dress up party. This would have happened. And those little kids now have grown up and are dressing up, cross dressing. Because I think it's normal. They have normalized what was probably a fun thing for a small group of people, be it the cottages or that, you know, they're in it for the danger and the illegality of it, I think, half of these people. 
now it's compulsory. I think a lot of those people are probably complaining. They're complaining that it's now it's, it's not special anymore. It's not dangerous. They've lost the funds gone. It's now compulsory in Sydney almost to be a rainbow coloured fairy. Yes, it is. Did I do it? No. As soon as I'm told to do something, I wouldn't. If they said don't do it when you're young, you 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 do it because it's you know it's a bit, but not dressing up like that no. But um, listening to the music, I least I like I like listening to music that no one else listened to to be different. I didn't like to be part of the crowd. If that kind of music had been the mainstream, I wouldn't have listened to it. Not at all. I'd be listening to Celine Dion or something like that. Um. Yeah, so just watch your old TV shows and go through and, and see if you've got children, what are they watching now? Uh, and luckily, mine are all you know, teenagers and they, God knows what they're watching on YouTube and TikTok. But um, they've got their own minds now, so I can't have, I've got nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. They've, they're all pretty good, though, I must say. I can't say anything too bad about them. And why would you? Why would you? You're listening to Rick talk to himself on 19th of February, 2023. Oh, my God. The lines in the sky all over the place. Weren't there yesterday. They're there now. Soupy white gunk. Some over the top of my head. Conspiracy theorist. Guaranteed. Yes, I am. Guaranteed. Um, what was I going to talk about? Yeah, the um, IPS. IPS. I was on, you know, flicking through the Discord. And he's still being harassed, obviously, by. Well, not, I know it's Dave J now, but there's, there's someone else called Evil Eve. Evil Eve Christmas or Evil Eve. Some really strange name. And. She shared a tweet on Twitter. So obviously the real loonies are out there on Twitter now, thanks to Elon Musk. Deliberately done. Deliberately done. Of course, they want the loonies to be back there so they can make you look like a loony too. They're suggesting, a shock horror, this woman, Evil Eve, or whatever her name is, that um, JLB and Ab are female-to-male transvestites or transsexuals. Yes, that's the conspiracy theory. That's why I don't listen to all conspiracy theories, especially those ones. Uh, sorry, but you know this is the, you know the trolling that's going on online, uh, particularly to obviously can he gets he's bitten it and got angry. You know, um, uh, Tim or whatever his real name is. Rightly so, I would guess. You get to a stage where you know whatever. Now, the real trick here. If you, if you if you had a bit of money, or you, if you even if you haven't got a bit of money, there's a way ways and means of find, a finding out who these people are, and then waging psychological warfare on them. Because I'm telling you now, psychological warfare of any form is way better than punching someone in the nose. Them worrying about getting punched in the nose for three months is far far more dangerous, devastating than actually walking up and someone punches you on the nose. You've been the revenge is finished and it's all over. Thinking that someone's going to get you or something's happening to you is far worse. I would rather someone punch you in the nose than start a campaign of just little little digs and little tiny 
things to make you not forget them, not forget who they are and that something's coming. And that's what the government's waging on you, psychological warfare. Uh, be told, gaslighting at every corner, um, fake conspiracy theorists, fake uh, truthers saying things, keeping your, your mind occupied. As I say, the only thing you need to look at now is your, your um, Agenda 2030 um, United Nations Sustainable Goals STGs, whatever, that's how it's on its way, guaranteed. No, no argument entered into. You can talk about all your space, uh, you know, and uh, things are fake and everything. This is just scatter, meta scatter of info just to keep you not looking at the real picture. And the real picture is you are losing, everything's going up in price. It's just, you're losing, you're going to mandatory austerity. Alan Watt, cutting through the matrix, was on about that 20 years ago, be told. All just reading from newspapers, what they said they were going to do, bring in austerity, which means you're going to have no money. Basically, you're just going to be earning, cruising through, not cruising, you're going to be making it by, through week to week. And I'm doing that now anyway. Won't, it won't affect me much. I've always been austere. You know, I've never had enough money to be extremely happy. And every, occasionally it happens. And then the rest, most of the time you go back to just having to work work hard for your money and I have been doing that and have had some serious issues trying to get the money that I was owed as a, one of the businesses I've been working for hasn't been paying any of its staff uh, deliberately deliberately, or because he's going broke I don't know but um, this is stress when you go and work hard you want to be paid for it I had to get I didn't get heavy but I just used the technique that if you ever watch Goodfellas don't think uh, you know you think I'm funny you think I'm funny? That's, that doesn't work in real life. That kind of guy gets a bullet in the head. You know, Joe Pesky. The, the meanest guy in that movie was Paulie, the, the gangster. You know, you can see him when people are talking to him, he's looking at them. And I think they modelled that James Gandafrini, whatever his name is, and that um, The Sopranos was modelled off Paulie. Much more intimidating when someone's talking to you with an excuse and you're staring at them like with a, with a, with a, uh, what's the face, like a blank screen, like this isn't working. And I did that and I got paid the next day. I got paid the next day, but he's, you know, still owes everyone else money, including other people I know. And it's very annoying when you work hard and you enjoy your job and, and money's not forthcoming. Not, it doesn't work on me. I'm too old for that shit. You know, I'll just go hard. I'll make sure I get it. But I, I just feel sorry for people that haven't got that, um, like young kids that haven't got that uh, uh, intimidating stare of something terrible is going to happen to you if I don't get paid. You don't have to say it. Just look at them in the eye with a blank face. Model yourself off. Was it was it Paulie? Off? It was the older guy, you know, the, the one that everyone worked for and Goodfellas. Good movie. Good movie. But Pesky's character, you know, in real life, there's always going to be these loudmouths that, get, you know, back up from someone else, but they always end up, something happens to them, let's put it that way. Something happens to them, especially Joe Pesky's character in that movie. <clears throat> but, yeah, um, of interest, yeah, so we're, we're, we're looking at this auster- mandatory austerity being forced on us, no more holidays. You're just going to, like, like, um, they said, you know, the, the old, 
um, Fabian Socialist. You're listening to Rick Tubman himself. Hi, I'm Baby. Sending Tribe. This is Lost Fighter Fallis. I'm Nightly News. Frank McManus. Adam Miller. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. This is Klaus Rob from the Vale Economic Forum. And you're listening to Arak talking to himself on be told on Sunday, the uh, 19th of February, 2023. Be told. Be told. Thank you, Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum, one of my greatest um, regulars on the show. Always there, pops in, runs off again when I come back to my phone. Always entertaining. Now, Rollo talk. We haven't heard from Rollo for months now. He's sitting on his balcony, re- rehearsing, rehearsing, drinking, doing very good. He'll get the job. He'll get the job eventually. Uh, hasn't fallen off. Hasn't had the police over, he's functioning. He's functioning, so it's good. And his dog's been fed, and I think everything's good. And he's sharing some interesting things on Rick and Roller Discord, or entertainment-related, most of them. Lots of Joker stuff. He is fascinated with that movie, The Joker. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to go and see it. The new one's got uh, Lady Gaga in it as um, Harley Quinn. It was Previously played by Margot Robbie in the uh, Suicide Squad, another movie I haven't seen yet. I w- might bother with that. The second one, I think, looks quite good. But, yeah, I don't watch TV or movies anymore. Very rarely, very rarely. Have a big room, lovely lounge room with a big TV in it. Do I go and sit in there? No, only at Christmas time for some weird reason. When I feel I can actually switch off and relax. That's a long way away, folks. It's another uh, 10 months before I can go and sit in my lounge room comfortably. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. Another line in the sky, just reporting on that. Uh, New Zealand, my goodness. Weather event, New Zealand. Now, yeah, that's definitely a thing. I'm hearing lots of negative things about the flooding over there. Um, we had cyclone Gabrielle, Gabrielle, the Cyclone Gabriel, which a good friend of mine, Dino, who keeps in touch with the weather with satellites or balloons, I mean, balloons. He contacted me two weeks ago and said, man, are you seeing this? You know, can you see what's happening? You know, like he was talking about this low forming over the south end of Australia. And I couldn't, I'm not on the, these weather satellite things, balloon things, balloon, balloon, sorry, psychologist, balloon. And I agree, they balloons, not satellites. No such thing as satellites. That's Arthur C. Clarke's invention. Yes, it was, folks. Look it up. Yes, it was. So um, this weather low bloated off. We got the tail end of it up here, you know, a huge amount of rain and stuff, but nothing compared to New Zealand got the whole shamozzle. And it's really badly flooded. Looting's going on because it's the theft capital of the world. They don't advertise that on the... Um, brochures but it is There's, it's it's got lots of the culture cultural thing of the polynesian inhabitants that don't have a thing about property that what's yours is mine thing that's what they believe back in the day they don't have this thing that you can have something and no one else can have it they believe that if it's if i see a push bike sitting over there i can go and take it there's no law that says okay there's no sign on it unless you put one on there in maori guaranteed 
So there's a lot of crime there and the, the looting's going on. Apparently the mongrel mob uh, armed, as they all usually are, and have been uh, pinching people's generators. No surprise there. The More of the same. Uh, that's what I brought up. I think I talked about this last week. We're talking about, oh, and I was bringing up last week about numbers. You know, just because some suspicious numbers are there doesn't mean it's true. Oh, it's a fake. Because if something's got 33 on top of it, the average, say, call them a fakeologist or a whatever, says, sees 33, goes, ah, it's controlled opposition. Now, I don't believe it. I think it's a random thing that keeps happening because I keep getting, I go in there and buy five random items in a shop and it's $33. And I go and show my son and he nods at me, you know, with that look of, you know, dad, I'm putting up with you, but only because you're my father. It always happens to me. The other day, I booked a train, and if I gave you the ticket numbers, I saw the ticket, a picture of the ticket. It was booked on the 9th, return on the 11th. What was the train number? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? 33. It was 33. Now, if something had happened to me, right, and that became on the news, people would say, look at this train tickets, go, Obviously, it's fake. Obviously, it's fake. This guy didn't go by train to Sydney. He is in uh, actually in Las Vegas, and he's a um, conspiracy theorist um, shill um, pretending to be a conspiracy theorist. No, no, that's the day I booked it. The day I came back, and that was the train number. So every time you see thirty-three or whatever, it, it, it's, it can can be a synchronistic cons- co- coincidence. A lot of the news items, though, will throw that in. There is a way of spotting if it's real. If it's a number that shouldn't have been there in the first place, like in the New Zealand shootings, they at the very end they said the tr- the killer had driven 33 minutes from point A to point B, and even the locals knew that you could do that in heavy traffic in 10 minutes. But it, they had to use 33, so that's when you know it's dodgy. You know. Pour it carefully. Yeah. Uh, son's having a Guinness. I got him a Guinness. Um, can of Guinness with those widgets in it. That's the kind of father I am because I, I don't want him to be like, as he said, he went to a party last night. This is the younger one. The uh, younger one. He said all his you know, little girls, they were all drunk and throwing up by seven o'clock. Uh, kids don't need to think alcohol is the thing they need to binge drink. They can have it if they want it. I mean, that's big enough and, you know, six foot two, there's nothing I can do to stop him. And a punch like Mike Tyson's, be told. Um, so I believe, like in France and other countries where alcohol's, you know, in Italy, you never see Italians staggering around pissed all the time because they've had alcohol given to them by their grandmothers when they were six with some water, you know, when they're eating their meal. It's normalised. And you need to take away the stigma of you've got to, not do it and then hit as much of it as you can that the teens do. And I did. Yes, I did. But I learned that moderation and you drink as much often as you like. Just don't drink too much. Simple as that. Don't listen to Rollo. Don't listen to Rollo. Simple as that. He can do it. Not, not many other people can. Not many other people can. Yeah, so, um, yeah, this numbers thing. You can't 
be and, and, and why is this 33 keep popping up? Is it, you know, the, obviously the world is a giant mathematical thing. The entire universe is mathematics. Everything is mathematics. It's the, 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 like if you look at Mark, Marty Leeds show, and I'm not, as he said, he was good at maths to start with. I'm hopeless at it. But he made, something made him get interested in it, and it was pi, pi, you know, the, the number pi, P-I. Um, it's everywhere, you know, if you, Jesus' name, the, all the Bibles, totally pi. Marty Leeds Mathematics um, podcast, he's only pay-per-view. He, he's pretty smart. He doesn't want people not listening to him. He does go a bit about, he does start bringing up the, those people in, in that country, those people, the J word. He, he brings them up a lot, uh, whereas I, mm, mm, you know, players, but not. The players, not the players. That's for sure. Um, I'm going somewhere in the east, in the Himalayas, in the high Indian, in Tibet. There's something up there that's the real bosses. That's what the theosophists all say too. And I'm telling you now, they are the the most influential lot in media and influence Hitler. Influence Hitler, who was a major influencer, who used to know what really happened, but the, the whole Nazi party had a lot of uh, imagery from the, pinched off the theosophists, the theosophists and the, the, their founders, this Madame Blavatsky's founders. And was she a real thing? She looked like a bloke, that's for sure. And I keep saying, you know, Madam. They have to put preface her with Madam to re to, to reestablish it's a female. They have to say that, madam. They should just. You like it? Nice. You like Guinness? Good man. Only beer, I'll drink. I already know it's nice. That's yours. Are you, are you gonna, yeah. Really? Oh, good on you. This my tech alcohol pushing sons is going to be a Guinness. And I love Guinness. Guinness is good for you, too, I believe. Very good for you. Very good for you. Um, yeah. Um, where have we gone here? Theosophists. And I was talking about the other thing. I don't know if it's still online, but Theo Adorno, who I, you know, the Frankfurt School person, I read some of the stuff years ago. Two, I mean, honestly, as I think Alan Watt said, Theo was so clever that he could only think in German because he said there was, there wasn't enough words in the English language to, uh, enunciate what he thought and he could write sentences that went a page long without a break apparently like incredible writer incredible intellect music prodigy absolute music prodigy and I think the director of the uh, Tavistock and crew of um, culture music culture he's been there's someone else tied him up more than just the Beatles and Rolling Stones like tied right into all sorts of other acts did he die in 1969 with the same year the Beatles um, collapsed? I don't know, but you know, I'm now I query um, Aldous Huxley's mysterious death the same day as JFK. It's exclusive. No one else has said that. But did he fake his death and do a Kubrick and go behind the scenes? I would suggest he did. I would suggest he did. Um, anyway, 
Adorno had this thing about, and it's so obvious it's true that what they've done with car radios and music, and it's called mirror, mirroring. And, and you, as a psychological, and this would have come from the people that you know behind, um, uh, you know, the, the psychiatry and uh, all, all of the people that understood the subconscious. And which, this would go back thousands of years. You know, they, they obviously knew, knew this thing from Machiavelli backwards. That the subconscious is what it takes and how you do things. You don't get them by the use NLP. And if you've ever, and I have, looked into NLP and listened to an incredible interview with a guy, an Irish guy, he's an expert at it. He can read it. He can talk to you, and he's implanted three or four things into your brain as he's talked to you. You would never have noticed, and then he'll ask you a question. You'll repeat those three things. It's fucking as much. It's like a. It's like words. Word sorcery. Is NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I look into it. So it's a subject into itself. Into itself. Um, Adorno came up with this thing, mirroring, that he knew that the public, you know, would, they go, they're driving along and you're listening to music and in your head you're thinking you're in the band or you're singing or whatever. It's taking you out of the now and into a there. So you're not living in the now, you're living in a there. So you're not there, you're not there, you know what I mean? You're not thinking about what's going on and they've done the whole world as gaslit into a mirroring situation using music and hypnotic rhythms and things like that which he was an expert at ex- expert at Zulu uh, so voodoo drum patterns don't think Ringo Starr did any of those drum licks on the later Beatles cleverer albums I would say they brought in um, session guys or you know there's no way that guy came up with any of that. You know, the whole Beatles story, you know, they've been to, you know, they're competent, very basic competent musicians. Next thing you know, coming out, going into complex Eastern mysticism and blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. So they were the boy band. They were basically the um, uh, take that of the 1960s. That's an insult, Yes. But a bit, little, little bit better than take that. And Robbie Williams, who oh, I am the Robbie Williams of the F- Fakeologist Roundtable. Yes, I am. I, I claim that. Um, a joke. I'm not. It's not really serious. But <clears throat> yeah. So Adorno's mirroring is very interesting. How to keep you out of the now. You're listening to music and you think you're. You go into that. He, he knew. They know that you go into a kind of a, mm-hmm, you, you love the music, the more hypnotic, the drumming and the, the beats and the hidden sounds and those things, even more weaponized, guaranteed. There was a, there was a good reason. I couldn't stand uh, that Grateful Dead. I, I've had a thousand or more records, albums back in the day. I love music, all sorts of different music. But for some reason, the Grateful Dead never, ever once was remotely interested in them. And you think I would have been because I would kind of had that imagery and like, because they were a complete and utter CIA-run band. Garcia was a very high-up military guy. You know, they didn't advertise that much, but he was. And the rest of them, you know, they're all, you know, the secret meetings and they, they had the very first two drummer setups where, they, you know, they're they using binop, is it binaural beats, um, hypnotic, Music, you know, setting up two drums and very different stuff. This is the equipment was so out there that no ordinary band could possess such stuff. You know, it was incredible. 
and they were pushing LSD and et cetera, et cetera. I can't stand their music. And also, I can't stand the Doors. And they're another manufactured band. I didn't mind a couple of their, you know, do, 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 you know, that was it. Hello, I love you. Not bad. That was straight out Aldous Huxley. What he said in his books, you know, in his poems, you know, you'd be, I'd say Aldous Huxley wrote most of the lyrics to the Doors stuff. There you go. Exclusive, exclusive conspiracy theory on this show. Be told. If you listen to Hello, I Love You, won't you tell me my name? It's straight out Aldous Huxley. The name The Doors came from The Doors of Perception were written by Aldous Huxley. Jim Morrison's father was, you know, Admiral Morrison. Dot, 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 connect ONI, Office of Naval Intelligence. And what is that up to? 27, I think. Guaranteed. Um, The Doors music and imagery was written by Aldous Huxley. Guaranteed. That no argument entered into. What evidence have I got? None. Other than the, say I'm Columbo here. It, you know, it's with my eyes, one eye bung. Is it interesting Columbo had one eye? There's a mysterious thing about people having one eye as a David Bowie, all these other Satanists always brag about having only one eye or something. Columbo, Peter Falk, I think, was blind in one eye. He may well have just been blind in one eye, though. But uh, it was part of the show as well. Um, but using just logic here, the Columbo logic, you've got a band that names himself after an Aldous Huxley book, putting out songs of, you know, boy meets girl, boy sleeps with girl and keeps sleeping with as many other girls as possible, no relationships entered into. This is all Huxley and uh, Julian and Aldous. Aldo. Aldo. Uh, was he the stage manager of them? Yes, I guarantee it. Well, 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 you know, prove me wrong. There you go. That's a better one. Prove me wrong. You've got to go with your instincts here. You know, and Aldous dies on the same day as Kennedy, the huge Kennedy psychological operation, which is still going up to a lot of people's brains right now. The King Killing the King ritual. King Kill 33. Good book. Very good book. Get into that one. <laughs> Oh. And my uh, health wise, health wise, can't smell much still. Can't smell much still, but otherwise, pretty good health. Pretty good health. You're listening to Be Told with Rick on 19th of February, 2023. And speaking of German words, Germans have got more. Their languages, there's more, more descriptive words in the German language. So I totally agree. One of my favorite was, uh, Schadenfreude. However you say it, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. That's the secret enjoyment of seeing someone fail. Oh, you're listening to Rick Talking Himself. I'm Delacroix. I'm Ashika. Dave George, Cody from Memphis. Silver Bay. Chris from Hoaxbusters. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com. And I sure like Linda Curtis, and I want to meet her one day. Uh, anyway, I got to go. Thank you for the introduction, who you are. <clears throat> Funny man. Linda Curtis, she's doing some good stuff on uh, IPS. Good stuff constantly on there. Linda Curtis 33, I think her name is now. 
Yeah, talking about German words and Schadenfreude or Schadenfreude or whatever. Great word. Great word. And, you know, it's true. You see, you know, something you don't like fall over it's, and you, or something unfortunate happens to someone and you get this guilty pleasure about it. And I've, I've coined my own one years ago. Sh- shared and fraud. Shared and fraud. And it's, as in share the musician, female, I believe. Or is it a woman? I don't know. But she was a very good looking attractive woman in a day, not so much anymore. And shared and fraud is the secret enjoyment that women that you could never, ever, ever hope to meet, you would easily run out the back door and jump over a fence if they come chasing after you when you get to your age, and I'm 58. There are women, there's, I can guarantee you now, there's no women my age that I could have never have, or, or I was like Sharon Stone, all these beautiful actresses of the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s, uh, no, I wouldn't go anywhere near him anymore. So, uh, that's just me. That, that's just me. But I have a secret pleasure to know that even if maybe Raquel Walsh up till 15 years ago, but even if, no, I'd jump over a fence and run out the back door if they come chasing after me. And I'm secretly happy about that. I've shared and fraud. Shared and fraud. That's my, my word. I coined it and I'm registering it. Shared and fraud. Anyway, um, in tune with the infinite, I don't I might really read anything from it, but I've been speaking to and doing some good stuff, uh, organising things with the wonderful Valiset, Joel, what a wonderful man he is. And we're trying to organise something for in a couple of months, in a couple of months where I can just talk and send it to him and he can, he'll trick it up with his genius, let me say that again, genius level of technology and podcast abilities. We've already done the artwork. My son, he, he sent me a message saying, could you take, get a photo of you pointing? So my son took a photo last Saturday or Sunday or whatever, and we sent it to Villaset, and he's made a be told with Rick with me pointing. And uh, an older Rick, not the same one that I remember. I don't look at myself in mirrors anymore, folks. When I have to shave, I block out the top half and just go where I have to go. I shave every day. I've never had a beard. I get my sons keep telling me to grow a beard. I don't know why. What would they be telling me that for? Why would they be telling me that for? I I still think of myself where I look like on my probably up to fifty, and then it's slowly you know sad aging. Aging is sad, but men, I must say, luckily, luckily, and I'm always never been wanting to be a woman ever. So that's that rumor gone. Um. Men are lucky. You know, look, look at the actors, for instance, men actors, Lee Marvin, you know, Robert Mitchum, my role model, uh, the French um, um, miserable looking with a cigarette in his mouth, um, always smoking a galois and probably drunk, face drooping, always had a good looking woman next to him. What was his name? Can't remember. Uh, Serge Gainsbourg. If you want to see a great video, and he invented looping, a looping, a looped piece of music just repeated over and over and over. Probably got it from Eldorno, I would say. Hypnotic. And he did a great song called Bonnie and Clyde with um, Bridget Bardot, 
beautiful Bridget Bardot. And there's a gr- great example of Sheridan Fruit. If Bridget Bardot uh, right now came chasing after me saying, you know, Eek, Eek, come here to me, I'll be over that fence right now. doesn't matter how high that fence is. 1969, not so much. I would have been running towards her. But there's no hope of that of ever happening. But now I've got Sheridan Fraud, which I'm quite happy in, in this knowledge that I'm, all these unattainable women I would run away from, be told. I take great pleasure in that. Sheridan Fraud in that. But, yeah, uh, Serge Gaines, so men, even if they're for some reason, say, remain an attractive person even into their 70s or 80s. It's not Clint Eastwood anymore, though, let me tell you now. He looks like he should be in a nappy sitting in the corner of a room waving at people. Sorry, Clint. Big fan, good-looking bloke in his day, but um, he's got to 90-something now, and mm-mm. you cannot be a sex symbol at 90 that I know of. Is there maybe someone European with really olive skin could get away with it? But he's not. He's not. Um, but women don't have that thing, and it's sad, really. And I, you know, this, I've got Sheridan Fraud here, though Sheridan Fraud and Sheridan Fraud. They don't. They something happens about forty-ish, and I think it's menopause or whatever. And, it doesn't matter how well they've looked after themselves, they age like appropriately for women. I shouldn't say appropriately, but something happens. Something happens and it's not the same. You know, do you ever see a good looking, uh, you know, so there are some very beautiful women in their 60s and 70s, you know, still, but they don't get the lead roles anymore with younger men or maybe it is a thing now. It probably is a thing I haven't, I've missed. Is that a new being reversed? I don't think so. Um, all the skies turn pink now. These strange clouds turn pink at sunset. What is it? Is it lithium? I'm suggesting it could be lithium because it's gone. The sky's gone pink, blue and pink. And these are all artificial. There's new lines going along, and they're all pink as well. Anyway, I'm on the wrong channel for um, talking about this thing. That's why VTOL will be on the hoax syndicate. And if Ab can come and do one on the same thing, or Ab can share it, or Ab, we can do a separate, just a chat show on Sunday nights. But the VTOL one, which is definitely not fakeologist and shouldn't be on fakeologist, I agree. To those, hey, Ab, he's not saying the right thing. Some of the things he's saying are not real. They are real, I mean. No, he's saying real things. Ab? There are people out there that complain about the FART podcast and the people on there. Uh, too much uh, non-fakeology thing. Yes, 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 that's true. We were, we, we were there to be entertaining, to break the ice and keep people talking to each other. We weren't there to, you know, say everything's fake all the time. I mean, and if I was to believe that, I'd, right now I'd be concerned that Ab and uh, John LeBon are um, female to male um, trannies, transsexuals. Do I believe that? No. Would I believe that? No. But there are people out there that would look at that and mm, possible, possible. No, it's not possible. Sorry. She, speaking of shedding fruit, her, see, there was a very, her and Sonny had a daughter, Chastity, who's now. Chuck or whatever, and looks like a female with female hormones with a, a pathetic beard. That female 
a male do not look anything like a male. Sorry, doesn't work. Male to female with a lot of makeup, yes. But uh, would it take the makeup off? No, 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 no. Unless they're Asian, yes, that can they can fool people. That can fool people, but um, not uh, the Caucasian. They do not look like a female cannot turn into a male whatsoever. Yes, they can grow a beard, but they still have this look about them that isn't male, can be told. <clears throat> anyway, we might just wait for Ab to come back. I'll be sorry to come on and I'll, um, I'll mute unless I can think of something to say, which is highly likely, as you know. As you know. Now recording. You're listening to Fake Golders Radio, fakegolders.com. You're listening to Rick talking to himself. Be told. Be told. On uh, uh, February the 19th, 2023. Getting the date right. What an embarrassment. The last show, Be Told, was it said February the 8th, 2023. And it was Sunday the 5th. Three days earlier. Talking into the future, he was. Very clever man. But yeah, no, nah, um, and I was, again, read the calendar. It, it had, hadn't turned the calendar page. Yes, very silly man. Do not trust anything you hear online as verbatim, especially when it comes from me. It has dates. Forget it, the rest of the stuff. Very interesting. Very interesting. And when I'm talking about, it didn't mean me. I was talking about shirt and fraud before. Shirt and fraud. I'm talking about women like, you know, the unattainable actresses, not, you know, your normal people, the people that you'd never hopefully in your wildest dreams get to sleep with. Now, when you get to 58 and they're in their 60s, there's no way that you're going to be possibly interested. Well, I certainly aren't. I'm not, I certainly wouldn't be. Um, and so I'm quite happy I have this secret happiness about that, that I've at least, you know, those women that were, that were unattainable are now totally, I would, j- again, run over and jump over the fence near me. And there comes a black cat without a rat in his mouth to see how wonderful I am. Um, yeah, so we're listening on uh, com. Have I been listening to any podcast? I listened to the um, Ab inter- in- interviewing John Diak and Simon Shack Diak Shack. Shack Diak, Diak Shack. Is there a word in there? And what else did I spot today? Jim, Jim. Is Jim an abbreviation of Goyim? Uh, Napoleon Wilson. Had you noticed that? Napoleon Wilson. Jim, J-Y-M. Interesting. Just an observance. And yes, sorry, I just have to say this. I am a conspiracy theorist. Registered. 76333. Uh, 27. It's my number. <clears throat> Got it in the mail the other day. I have a little badge now. It said registered conspiracy theorist. And I can walk around and uh, you think that, you know, you can just be a conspiracy theorist. No, you're born. You're born that way. Like Lady Gaga says. You're one per family. You never get more than one. Proper one. Yeah. Uh, you... And if you get one in the family at all, or most of them, sadly, sadly, you spend your to- life talking online because you can't find anyone to talk to. Luckily, I'm I'm blessed with, you know, there's people around that I can talk to. 
But a lot of people, their life is basically online, talking to people like-minded in various countries. Oh, and shout out to, you know, uh, the um, the show, uh, Media Monarchy. Well, I'm not shouting out to them because they don't listen to the show, but uh, you're listening to Rick Paul You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. You're listening to Rick talking to himself. Yeah, no, I was listening to Media Monarchy and he brought up the, um, the uh, just offhandedly, because he didn't tie it in with anything. Well, maybe he, he was talking about synchro mysticism. So he's kind of, he's getting there or he's, you know, it's, Getting there, someone on his Discord must have been posting something about synchromysticism, about this train, you know, the train crash and the fact it was already written in a book and Resmut Jeff had sent that to me. And I'd heard, you know, it was around, there was a book predict, eerily, eerily predicting this train crash, just like, um, as I said before, the wreck of the, the, this wreck of the Titan, you know, 20 years or so before the Titanic. And, but what, Media monarchy, James Elvin, Evan Pilato brought up is that offhandedly he said uh, the, the, his previous book was, um, had the two towers and the bird going into them. And I went, what? What? And his book was called Underground, published in 1997. Look it up. Look at the cover. There's the twin towers with a church with a big cross, grave, you know, like a crucifix type thing or, you know, the crucifix in the middle of the twin towers and a bird flying to the right looking like a plane is it a bird is it a plane no it's conspiracy it's a conspiracy how did he know that image was going to be so prescient four years later mm-hmm. there you go <clears throat> so yeah, the, the author oh I cannot remember the name the name's got a very funny name um, one second. I'll, I actually have to look that one up. Actually, I didn't need to look it up. I remember it popped in my head. Delilo. Is it Don Delilo? Delilo? Lilo? Or something of that nature? Underground. There's the book. There's the cover. Twin Towers. And a bird flying to the right of the second tower. And a big gravestone kind of imagery in the middle of it. Well, eerily prescient. And there's this new book. Oh, sorry, this book that came out about you know, was it seven years ago under, uh, about the um, chemical a train crash full of chemicals. Now, obviously, this is there to say so the water's poisoned. The get you know it's, it, no, there's not the mothership's not coming. That, but I, that was a good conspiracy that I popped into my head. But um, obviously. They're going to utilize this for the, uh, I think IPS is saying for the right, for the right, or, or he's not suggesting it's a, you know, like a global warming type. Um, but it's a, you know, from that side, it's, it's feeding into another agenda. Anyway, he always takes the opposite and he always takes a very different approach, which is always interesting because you do need to have, a, you know, have your, what's it called? Critical thinking. 
which is what we've been, we had removed from us at school is that our critical thinking facilities, unless you went to a very expensive private school because they actually teach critical thinking at them. I've seen the homework in a couple of places for kids that are doing critical thinking as part of their um, English curriculum. Now, that was taken out. That's the uh, stuff, you know, Jan Irvin's on about the trivium, the trivium, the, the, you know, how, where, what and why taken out of our education system, and just have a look, and it's so true, online, uh, uh, you know, eight-year-olds writing from 1873, and put that against the, uh, say, a 20-something-year-old, what they could come up with now for the university. It's uh, no comparison. They, they were well better educated 100-and-something years ago. Uh, critical thinking, was thinking to, to, to be able to look at something and look at the, now, why would they do that? Top of aspect, and rather just go. Well, they did it then. It's like like the shit that was thrown at us in New Zealand at my even my age, and it got worse after I left. But you know, again, the last three subjects I did it. One particular social studies, it was called social studies, was kibbutzes, the history of the New Zealand Labor Party, the um, suffragette movement, and um, uh, you know. You know, kibbutz, the whole thing was socialist, guaranteed. I was looking at another strange line in the sky and hundreds of bats flying above my head. Eerie, eerie, end days imagery, be told. But completely normal for around here, apart from the lines in the sky. The bats, yeah, we've got lots of bats up here. Now, everywhere too, my God. Now, has anyone seen the comet that apparently popped up? No, you didn't. I, I didn't. Um, a guy came into the cafe the other day with his binoculars. He was off to observe it. And I said, I was around watching Halley's Comet when it first came back again. Now, that's an interesting thing. How do they know when comets going to come back? Pretty much accurate. They turn up when they, you know, every certain amount of time. Very underwhelming, though. I looked at it through a telescope, and even that was underwhelming. Uh, back in the day, um, didn't look like that big. The big imagery you see of the woodcuts from the 15th century, or whenever it first turned up, or they recorded this huge, big white light in the sky with a big tail behind it. No such thing that I've seen. It looked anything like that. So I don't know what's going on there. What's going on there? Um, yeah. Uh, do, 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 the I'll go back to the flooding in New Zealand. I, what do I think? Was it man-made? I don't know, but it was pretty bad. And again, what are they targeting? Uh, cows, dairy, and uh, food-producing areas seem to have gone under the most. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Klaus, up in his um, evil lair that he must have, must be rubbing his hands together almost so fast that they're making fire, saying, you know, what a coincidence. Just like the Australian ones. Just happened to target an area that was all very anti-vax and they've lost their homes and it was all around crop-growing areas. And the bushfires always seem to be in those same areas. This is, hmm, you know, man-made, set fire, arson jobs, the flooding, poor land management, deliberately done 50 years before, uh, dams not built, 
Sometimes dams released when the floods come on a king tide, all timed perfectly to create floods. Engineered, for sure. Simply done. Most of the bad ones in Sydney were poor land management, poor water management, water management. But no, the global, the climate change alarmists, my brother included, he's one of them. It's climate change. Climate change has done this. Again, I've got old newspapers right now in a big binder up there, which have worse floods and fires in 1840 and 1850 and 1860 and 1870. Was there climate change then? Way more pollution, way more pollution back in those days with all the coal burning everywhere and steam trains and whatever. But no, they didn't blame that. It was just natural weather cycles, natural weather cycles. Another thing to discuss, which has got nothing to do with psychology whatsoever, but just to do with um, something I've always noticed. I like going to op shops or what you call charity shops in England. And, you know, it's a really interesting thing to do. You know, you can, well, you used to be able to find lots of interesting things, particularly records and stuff like that. Not anymore. Not anymore. Why is this so? I'll tell you why this is so. The people donate all their amazing, say a deceased estate goes in there. The people at the back, the volunteers, these little old ladies and old men, there is a conspiracy going on here because they are getting the best stuff. And I I would say they've got professional record buyers that say, before you put it out, ring me and I'll pay you cash. And these people, these volunteers, and I know a girl, a good friend of mine in Sydney, great chick, she was jumping up and down, rubbing her hands together about getting a job. She's got a job at a Bondi charity shop, St. Vincent de Paul, years ago. And I thought, well, so you're not getting paid. And she went, I don't know. She said she, she's able to get all the, sec- the, the clothes. Very expensive clothes get donated in these prestigious areas, salubrious areas, like Bondi particularly. They get them, they take them, they sell them in the markets and make huge money. Jeans old designer T-shirts, whatever. She was over the moon because she got a non-paid job at a charity op shop. And that's why I put two and two together. When you go into an op shop now to buy a record, unless you're wanting a um, James Last or a Harry Seacom album, which there's hundreds of them, Richard Clayderman, can't get enough. It's not a song, but Richard Clayderman, boring piano music from the 70s. Everywhere, but is there a Led Zeppelin or is there a whole lot of sixties forty fives? No, because they are getting taken, organised by professional buyers. Because these things are worth gold now. Like something I'm into is music and records and things like that. Um, you don't see them in there. You won't see them in there because they're getting taken beforehand. These old people out the back. There's a conspiracy going on. They they know it. You know, I can tell by their, their, their demeanor shuffling about and their, all the good stuff goes. Same with the, and the, the, the antiques section. There's none. It's just crappy Chinese made things that, you know, some granny put on the shelf that no one else, that a grandkids probably bought her because they didn't have much money. Those things are all on the shelves in there. 
but there's no, you know, like uh, something that's worth money. These buyers, antique dealers or whatever are paying good money for these volunteers to ring them when someone donates stuff and they'll come and check it out and give them cash. I used to do the markets. I know what it's like when you unload your stuff. There are these groups of people roaming around. There might be a, there's an, a old Russian guy that used to buy watches and he'd come up and say, have you got any watches? Because he, he knew it's, there'd be a brand that he knew, you know, it might be a, a long, long jeans or whatever. Uh, they're worth thousands of dollars that someone might have and a granddad left them and they're getting rid of the granddad stuff at the markets. It only takes one treasure to make a lot of money for these guys. And I, I've done deceased estates, fascinating work. Occasionally when I was doing real estate work, you know, uh, someone's died and the kids have said, you know, get rid of it all. And the cleaner gets in there and cleans the place and t- pretends he's taking it to the rubbish dump, but he doesn't. He sells it all at the markets. Yes, could be me. Could be me. And I did that a lot back in the day. Completely um, honest, but, you know, utilising uh, my, my business. One of the most interesting ones I did, well, not the most interesting, but bizarre ones was a, the, the guy contacted me and said, look, there's a guy's died in his apartment a few weeks ago. He said, look, just charge whatever you want and the place is filthy. He, he just said, open checkbook. And I went to this little tiny one-bedroom flat in Balmain and it was some, something of the X-Files, if you remember the X-Files, predictive programming show of the highest order. Fox Mulder, Mulder, Fox Mulder, suspicious. Um, yeah, the, all the floor was covered in news, things wrapped in newspapers. This poor little old guy who was a migrant from World War Two, with his, you know, thousands of them came over, you know, with the different new names that came from countries that were emptying out for the, you know, strategic demolition and relocation of war, which is, is a thing. They did it at the end of a pointy uh, bayonet and gun, though, and people did fight back, for sure. People died, guaranteed. Um, but all these migrants come over, and he was one of them. And uh, someone said, oh, no, you, afterwards they said, oh, that was that poor little old guy. He walked with a stoop. He couldn't even, he was like in a complete stoop, and he carried a wooden suitcase around wherever he went. And he died, and he died. Hey, and this poor old guy, was sleeping on the floor, basically, on this old mattress type thing. And there was remnants. There was like this, you could see where he, they'd found him. You know, he'd been in there for a couple of weeks. And I went in there and had to clean everything. He would, he had individually wrapped. Oh, is that me? Or what Ab? Hey. Hey, hey. Good to hear you. Fakeologist Radio, Fakeologist.com. Welcome back, be told Rick. Yeah, well, I, I was there for an hour and a half last week, but it was echoing. And now, what, now what happened? It was whenever there was a bumper, it was like it sounded like that. Means the velo, that means the velo box is dying and needs a reboot. Yes, it was dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and you contacted me later, but I'd already kind of talked, and I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go to bed. And I yeah, did. Yeah, understood. 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 Yeah. But anyway, so how's things in Canada? Oh, it's above. Oh no, it's not above freezing, but it's it's still cold. It's still uh, one of the worst months of the year, February, here on the North Shore of Lake Ontario, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Oh, is it now? 
Is February the worst month? Fe- well, February's very yeah, warm here, be told. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's inverted over there. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's still yeah. it's 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 nice. So where I am, it's really nice. There's a beautiful breeze outside, um, so it's not um horrible. So I'm, I'm, I'm as I said before, most Canadians that visit Australia don't come back. Hey, <laughs> that's true too. There's so many here, including a number I've met at the um bus at the train station the other day. There was a girl. With a couple of kids, or like you know, female with a couple of kids, covered in tattoos, but interesting tattoos. And I heard her speaking of that, and I said, "Are you from Canada?" And, I just, and she said, "Her and her husband came over here four years ago, and they were just waiting for their mother, who hadn't been able to visit for two years because of you know what." And she'd flown out from Ontario to come and see her grandkids, who she hadn't met yet because they were only little children. And she said, you know, it was to, they're in paradise here because it's beautiful compared to, you know, you know what you're going through now. That doesn't happen here. It does not happen here. It's, it's, it gets cold, but not the cold that you understand. And yeah. It does flood well, occasionally. So you yeah. just gave a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, they, 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 they hadn't been able to see mother for two, was it, th- might have been three years since, you know, the COVID scam and yeah. she'd flown over and COVID, and, COVID uh, kill box yeah the COVID kill box yeah absolutely I, I haven't been that, uh, uh, are you familiar with that term no not the kill box one the, the, that's a military the term pox, yes. no kill box is it, a military it, term no kill box not kill box oh okay kill box no I haven't haven't heard that do tell yeah detail on it. I'm an interested conspiracy theorist. Please go to fakeotube.com or fakeologist.com forward slash blog. I know you don't go there. Um, I found a really good research. Well, I do a bit. I I, I have to say this on Discord. You know, because on Discord on fakeologist Discord, you've got that. Yeah, so I go through that and I can see what's been. After the break, Rick and Rollo. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Ascending Tribe from London, UK, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com. She was cute. Thank you, Ascending Tribe. Yep, and it's um, Sunday the 19th, not the 8th. I was completely wrong by three days the last time I was on the show, but I just looked at my calendar and it's the 19th, apparently, 2023. COVID-19. COVID nineteen. Yep. Anyway, so kill box will be forever ruined. Forever ruined. Nineteen mm-hmm. by the COVID uh, appropriation of that number one nine. Dave J loves to talk about oh, it. Dave yeah. J, well, thanks. Uh, another well, donation from Dave J. Dave J is helping fund this operation. Thank you, Dave J. Good man, Dave J. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, putting yeah. his money where his mouth is. Be told. Yeah. Well, Good man. Well, I've seen um, you had um, after your John Deck, um, uh Simon Shack show, which I listened to. Yeah. Good show. Oh, thank uh, you, Rick. You thank got, you. Yeah, yeah. You got Boogeyman back again, briefly. Oh, is he banned again on the Discord? I don't know. I haven't seen. Well, last time I looked, he, he was having a bit of a 
a slight contretemps with um, the moderator, Mr. Mr. Times. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do that. You'll be done. You'll be cooked. Yeah, I, 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 it was about. It was looking like a, the the button was going to get pushed, so I haven't, I haven't looked. But then I went back on there today, and there's all these people I've never knew people, but they probably could be old people with new names. Um, well, I put a link on the Dark Side Papers Telegram group. To, I said to Marcus, "Come over," because Marcus was um, actually supporting the audios in the Dark Side Paper chat, and Marcus says he can't. Mm-hmm go back into chatting because he'll lose a bet with his wife and he'll have to sell his <laughs> favorite car and give her the money. So that's his latest well, you know what? bet to not that's, come into that's the a good audio. Way of, that, that's, a, that's a good way to keep you out of audios to say that because he, he probably doesn't want to lose that car and his wife probably isn't going to let him forget the bet as they do. Yeah. But he, he, he was contacting me. I haven't heard from him. I haven't really checked my emails but uh, Rickandfakeologist.com. Yeah, I, I had um, I had Melissa contact me a couple of times saying thank you. I'd sent a couple of uh, a song and a couple of comments about stuff. Uh, you know, she's doing her own show now. Uh, Melissa, real truth with Melissa, Melissa Alan Watts, widow. Oh, that Melissa. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the, the one that. Me and you, we're, we're, there's me on yeah. Alan Watts cutting through the matrix, imitating Alan Watt. Thanks to you, demanding yeah, I do. That was good. That and, was and great. It, that was yeah, really well, good. Well, it didn't. It, anyway, she she contacts me back. Marcus had contacted me a couple of times. You know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. He, he obviously listens. Uh, um, uh, there's there's a there's a three or four people that I used to listen to that I listen that do listen to the show that I'm. Nice. And especially um, what's his what's his name from Norway? The what, who was in Eric, Thailand, John Eric. Um, the, John Jan Eric. He Jan Eric. He, con- he he sent me a message I think, a week or so ago. So they listen. So some of the hit. Yeah, good man. Good man. Some of the heavy hitters from years gone by do listen to the show on Sunday night. So Jan Eric, make sure you come back. It. Come back, Jan Eric. Come back. Yeah, and I see fast values back. Um, fast values back on um, Discord and able to talk now. Yeah, so we had a little chitty chat yesterday. I didn't get a chance to render oh, it. Oh, I was too tired. Today yeah. I'll render it. Excellent. And yeah, Monday, boys, uh, tomorrow, good. tomorrow good. Monday, Cindy Niles from Melbourne's coming on. Greek, oh, uh, Greek Australia. Oh, she's a real yeah. beauty. She's reading. This is something you might be interested in doing. She's reading 1984, or she read it last year. Yeah, well, now when you read it now, now as opposed to you know, so when and I yeah, first read it, in the, but she relates it to the present uh, uh, days. It's really good. Oh, hundred percent, and including that that that, that bit, at, uh, you know, when um, he's being interrogated by his um, former good friend and uh, Smith's um, Winston's been. The guy says to me, you know, the stars, he goes, everything we told you is we, we made it up. You know, the, the, there's no, the whole space thing's completely made up. That's in the script or in the story of 1984. The, the space yeah, is we fun. haven't got to that chapter yet. I haven't, I, I'm trying to, yeah. yeah, we haven't, I haven't heard her say that yet, but that'll be great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's in the last um, couple of chapters. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm. 
I'm trying to listen yeah. to it in order, but I downloaded the videos in a haphazard way. So, yeah, she's fantastic. Well, to me, so the, the, on. The, the one that, the, yeah, the one I keep um, reiterating to people is the very first page of Eric's Eric Blair's 84, 984. And he's shaving in the mirror, and, he, and behind him there's a little helicopter staring at him, filming him. And I thought that's it's a drone. You know, it's, uh, Eric yes. Blair, it's a, it's a drone filming him. You know, and uh, yes, there were helicopters back in 1948 when he wrote the book, or 47 when he actually probably wrote it. But um, to know right. little tiny yeah. ones filming you, uh, telly screens in the room, you know, they, uh, I was just talking about. Uh, uh, Alice, Aldo Huxley, who, who I believe didn't die in 1963, and was the running bands like the Doors. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's my theory. As a, I've got no evidence on that. And so, this is going back to Marcus Allen. He wants, and I, rightly so, he's been around for longer than me. And, and uh, sorry, I'm as broadcaster, but not you know as a conspiracy theorist, probably the same amount of time. I guess he's around the same age, but he wants, he needs citated, notated evidence before he'll say or tweet something, which is understandable because he's got a name. Whereas me, I, I, again, say it again, I'm a conspiracy theorist only, but I'm using Eric. the logistics of Columbo, you know, going with my gut yeah. instincts. And, hey, Rick, hold that thought. Hold that Outrageous. thought, my brother. Give me, give me yeah, five. Good. Give me five. Yo. Oh, yeah, I'll finish my story about the... Uh, so, anyway, there was a little... Um, on the floor was... This old guy, every time he went to the shops, he'd come back and he wrote on a piece of paper what he bought and the change he got from the shopping. And it might be like 25 cents from loaf of bread. It was all carefully wrapped up in newspapers and left on the floor. The floor was about two inches high in this stuff. He had an old battered old radio. The place was covered in cockroaches, little German ones, bloody Germans everywhere. Uh, it was it was frightening to see how this guy lived in a quite a salubrious suburb, very salubrious suburb now, but lots of working class people in its day. And um, I carefully unwrapped everything, expecting to find gold and something. But no, I, I just probably got you know twenty or thirty dollars and change and lots of strange little things, but including sadly a brand new radio that he obviously won. So he wrapped it up in newspaper and had it sitting in the corner. It was listening to. His, Old, old 1950s transistor radio. Um, but I'd say the cop, if he did have money there, the cops would have got it and found it because that's the other thing about these people that are working as volunteers and op shops. Deceased estates, there's all these people that keep all their money and they don't put it in banks. A lot of old people, be told, do not trust banks from that generation. And rightly so. They've obviously been through things over the, you know, the last few resets or reset in the 30s and 40s, and in the case of Europe, lots of them. And so these people, volunteers probably occasionally find thousands of dollars secreted in a teapot. Um, that's why they're doing the job. I don't trust them. That's my new conspiracy theory. Don't trust those little old people working in the back of op shops or charity shops. They're up to something. Their eyes are too close together. Mm-hmm. Be told. Be told. You're listening to Faircolders IO or Faircolders.com. And just an aside, the, um, the, um, what was I going to talk about? Um, while well, Ab's delivering something in Canada. 
But yeah, what, beautiful weather in uh, mid north coast, apart from that stuff in the sky. But stars are out. The shopping trolley is above me, which is Orion's belt, but to me it looks like a shopping trolley. Um, wonderful to see, uh, some, yeah, some good action going on on uh, Fake Holders Discord with people I've never heard of before. There's a few familiar faces there. Rachel's there. Benoit's back. The wonderful, um, interesting character from um, Switzerland. That's what, going back to what I was talking about before, about the, you know, these professional trolls, are, if you're being harassed and you're a big-ish, big-ish broadcaster and you've got a bit of money, find out who they are. And th- there are companies out there that, um, well, I'll tell you one of them, Black Cube. That's, that's what they're there for. But unfortunately, they're there for the very, very wealthy that um, they're being harassed online. Black Cube, come find out who they are and start harassing those people. Did you? Probably cost you a lot of money. Did you say that you saw Ryan's belt? Ryan's belt, yeah. Yep. Above me right now. I call it the shopping trolley. Last week, we have been able to see in in our western sky, we have been able to see Venus and Jupiter. They're literally on within the same couple of arcs. The two brightest lights in the western sky. We looked it up on the phone, and it is Venus, and I believe it's Jupiter. Two extremely yep. bright. Yep. Do you see them in your western sky? Oh yeah. No, you do? No, right, well, I can't right see. Right that. I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking north when right now. When it's, when it's clear. Northern, northern sky. Oh yeah, if I can always see them, but you know, I've got a very um, I've got the full Milky Way when it's not. You know, the skies haven't been altered. The full Milky right. Way, which to me always looked like—I always thought it was clouds, you know, because that's how clear it is. And it looked like it looks like clouds. That's how dense the gases are in the uh, up in the uh, ether or, or, or the electric universe, the electric universe, the electric stars. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 a bit of a hazy night at the moment, but I've still a lot of stars coming out. But you can see those two planets. You can see those two bright yeah. lights. Venus and Jupiter. Um, uh, not, what, not, what, no, what? no, 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 not in my vista right now. No, but there's a satellite or a very high altitude, something hurtling in the sky. It looks like a moving star uh, heading south, heading north. I mean, apparently, so, yeah. apparently I, I, the what, thing that the they thing. were shooting down was a um, experimental weather balloon, weather balloon that communicates to the ground through ham radio signals. And it only gets a little bit of juice to transmit from solar panels. What, 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 uh, why uh, would uh, that be experimental when they've been using that technology since the 40s? No, what I'm saying is a, um, a hobby class launched it. A hobby, Ooh. a little club. They launched it and they said that oh. it, was, it would have been over the area that um, allegedly it got, it sh- shot, got shot down then. It's honestly the news is just hilarious at the moment. Yeah, I, oh, I, I had to say they, they, they reach so hard for the phony stories. This is it's just getting ridiculous though now, and I, I find it funny and humorous. But um, the, the rest of the public are all baffled, you know, sitting there. Oh my God, you know, World War Three, World War Three. You know, the, the, it's like no, just enjoy it and have a laugh. One of the funniest stories <laughs> I heard on the IPS though today, not heard, I listened, sorry, I watched. Look yeah, I'm behind on IPS. Every time I talk to you, I'm behind well, on IPS. 
Well, I haven't listened. To, so I have listened. Missed his last two shows, probably, or last one show. But he shared a thing. There's this. He he thinks it's something to do with Dave J, but I don't think it is. It doesn't sound like him. But it's accusing you, uh, John LeBon, and you of being female to male trans transsexuals. Dave J evil is, is trolling him hard on, on Twitter, so oh, that's where it, it is. Yeah. Dave J. Yeah, I but there's think. someone else that no, there's some there's some it could be, but it's evil. Eve. Oh, there's someone else evil in the Christmas Twitter Eve. thread. Yes, yes, there is someone mm-hmm. else that mm-hmm. I blocked on Twitter because it's an annoying person. Yeah, and it said John it said John LeBon's in America, not um, Eastern Europe, and he's um. He, they think, she thinks, says it's a she. He's a, yeah. f, f, a female to male. And that, um, Mr. E is a war pushing shill. Apparently, you interviewed him the other day. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. Honestly, I, I don't even, I won't, won't even give that idiot airtime, uh, who's saying all that crap. So let's move on. No, I don't wanna... no, 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 no. But the thing Still is, stupid. I said, I, I, I said to, it's, no, it's pathetic, but it's funny because it's so pathetic. And I said to IPS, what, yeah. I said, do they realize how ridiculous they sound with this stuff? No, you know, well, yeah, just, of course they do. They're just, they're just trying to spray crap on uh, some of the greatest researchers on the Internet, be told. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all they got. Nobody's more. I don't care who IPS it. is. IPS has got such solid stuff that. It's a must. It's a must listen to. You're listening to Rick and Roll. Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. What a great album. Oh yeah, no. sorry, I, I walked on your bumper. You're you are, or on your. Yeah, uh, oh, no, okay, yeah. Steve Miller, Steve Miller Band, take the money and run. And you're listening to Rick and Ab on Be Told, and nineteenth February, twenty twenty three. That's the right date. Nice, nice. Yeah. So yeah, go. Uh, so nice, yeah, no, these these people are the top. The time wasting of these trolls. Yeah, it is. It is. That's why you gotta block. That's why I do block them on Twitter. I hardly block anyone, but that one just keeps tagging me, so just block them. I, I, you don't want to. They take your time away, and you know, all we have is time. We don't have that much. That's what the intent. That's 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 what they're doing. Ab, it's it's deliberate time wasting, and I, I dropped off most Discord uh, because I, I I see, like say, Boogeyman comes on. Posting, I don't know if he was or not, but you know, it was just after John Deak or the Deak interview. Steve Deak, yeah. uh, Steve, 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 Steve Deak. Um, rhymes with Shaq. Deak, Shaq, Deak, Shaq. The um, uh, yeah, t- time wasting. And th- then if you bite when someone offers a whatever, and you get these fifty thousand strands of arguing about 
JFK or 9-11 or not COVID. And then they all get deleted when the Discord server goes away. Or they scroll away. Yeah, exactly. Into the ether. Into the ether. And so I've, I've, I've got like a low tolerance now for, you know, I kind of move on. But I, I do flick occasionally onto, yeah, I flick occasionally over to IPS, Discord, and um, t- t- tonight I, I suggested, I talked about this earlier, but I, you wouldn't have heard, but I, I, I suggested to him, I said, has anyone come up with a theory that the gas, poison gas explosion in uh, Oregon was uh, there to cover up the arrival Ohio. of the alien mothership, Ohio? Ohio, the alien mothership, a la um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind script, because that's what happened on Close Encounters is they fake a poison gas scare to get everyone off the area that they want this mothership to come and land in. And he said, put it onto his um, news generator thing, which I hadn't had the time to do because I was working. I think he might have done it. So he's put, he would have published, hopefully, the. Uh, the conspiracy theory that the the poison gas thing was a cover up for the mothership to arrive this week and or whenever and do we even um, know if the Ohio. if the train derailment with ex, with is subsequent real. yeah I I'm not sure it is no well, no it's it, well it's 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 fe- again it's feeding into that same agenda of the lands it's dangerous out there and all this cattle must be destroyed and you know it's poison this and poison that it's yeah, you're highly likely completely fake, obviously. Obviously. And uh, well, there just, was a movie well, six again. weeks before. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but get this the book that movie came from by um, D- uh, Don DeLilo. DeLilo. Did you read it? <laughs> I, know, I know the book. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sent. Immediately that when it first happened, he said, "This is a script off this book." Um, Resmut Jeff posted to ah. me, <laughs> to me the, the the book which he'd read. I, I would say. Anyway, tonight, completely unrelated, I was listening to Media Monarchy, and he brought that exact thing up. But he said, "This is the same guy that wrote the book with, with the cover of this book, Underground, published in 1997, was the twin towers with a bird flying next to it." And a big cross in the middle of it, and sure enough, I looked it up. There, there you go. His, uh, Delolo's book, Underground, published in 1997, has the twin towers. So the, this guy is obviously a predictive programmer of the highest order. Um, so yeah, so and then, and then he's complex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, like, like, remember uh, again, I'm repeating myself, but the the book, you know, the, the the wreck of the Titan or the sinking of the Titan, whatever it came out, you know, 13 years before the Titanic sunk, or 20 years or 30 right. years, whatever. Uh, you know, th- these things, the, the the media publish something 20 or 30 or five or six years before they do a psyop, so it's kind of into people's brains. And yeah, now you've yeah. got uh, Net- Net- Netflix actually making movies about these things, so it's into people's brains that this is a thing that happens and, you know, poison yeah, gas they prime is released. You. And they what, prime your brain. So you yeah, yeah, exactly. Pri- pri- exa- so that's the word, priming. And that's why prime video and prime network is a thing. You know, that's like... Right, Amazon a, Prime. The, uh, Amazon Prime, yeah. That's, they're, they're, they're giving prime you brain, the word. Yeah. Here we go, Fakeologist. Fakeologist exclusive, guaranteed. Prime is a... Is a like programming, television program you're being primed for an event by watching these TV shows. So Amazon Prime yeah, you're right. is priming you 
that it's, it's quite obvious. Ed, quite obvious. I have to admit that I know IPS has done way more research on this Ohio thing before I even was aware of it, really. And, uh, it's not so um, much him. So Ed, he's, got, he's, got, he's got a team of um, people knocking stuff in, in the Discord, you know, yeah. Linda and in the Discord, yeah, yeah, knocking stuff out. And he he's reading and watching it and commenting and saying, you know, putting ticks or X's, whatever he puts next, you know, he agrees. So, yeah, he's got a good research team, pretty much the same one he's had for the last six years by the look of it. And Linda's in Ohio. Uh, Linda, you should come on our podcast exactly. and explain it. Linda is in Ohio. I don't know if she's near East, right. East Palestine. Ohio's a pretty big state, but... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what about the fact that Palestine? What about the fact that it's East Palestine? They're calling it Palestine, not Palestine, but it's yeah. It's why do they say Palestine. that? Yeah, why do they say it that it's way? Just when... that, yeah, there's a there's a there there somewhere for sure. You know, there's just the kit, so, so it doesn't sound like Palestine because otherwise we'd go something happened in Palestine. You know what? But you, you know, you're you're given yeah. a kind of a slightly altered pronunciation of a word. Yeah, there's a there exactly. there going to yeah. That is odd. Yeah, yeah. I always wondered what are they doing. And is there a West Palestine? Well, it's, it's in scripting. Palestine? Yeah, no, I don't know, but it's scripting. It's scripting. That's that's for sure. It's media scripting, and the whole. What thing are the is chances that sure. there was a train derailment, but all the imagery is fake, and the only reason the mainstream media didn't report on it at the time is because it did. It was just a derailment. There was no big fire, and so it could go both ways. They could be. Faking the idea that the media well, that, ignored it because nothing happened. That's what. Well, that's that's Except that's the, the going thing that I'm hearing. That's oh, is that I'm, the going thing? Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that, so, so but they're not covering up because nothing yeah. happened. Nothing happened, but but what they're releasing, it's it, they're not targeting the the mainstream person. They're targeting the conspiracy theorists to keep their eyes looking on stuff and keeping the chatter going. Yeah, it's, it's clearly and marketed. Have we talked to anyone? Hmm. When a tanker is leaking vinyl chloride, is that the normal procedure? You just burn it off, or can you somehow extricate no. it? No, there's no way that, that that. So again, this feeds into a Hollywood script that the armies come and yeah. they fucked it up and made it even worse. And right now yeah. you've got yeah. your um, you've got your um. Uh, TikTok news reporters, which guaranteed yeah. are being listened to by millions of children, including oh, yeah. my 16-year-old keen researcher in the room near me. He told me, Absolutely. he said, no, no, they've cut, they covered it up, covered it up. And, and there's a girl on TikTok on uh, Media Monarchy, you know, going, that, you know, I've got friends in the area and, the, you know, the, there's poison no one has in the friends water, in East Palestine. <laughs> well, there was one. There was one on the mainstream slash uh, TikTok media saying, "Yeah, no, she's got friends there, and that really is happening. And the water's so contaminated, and they're not telling us." And so this will feed in to all the people who are going to, will suddenly go, "Well, I'm not going to eat meat now because you know it's probably toxic. I'm not going to eat vegetables from East." So I would say you find but, that area is a let, major Let's be honest bowl. with you. If it really is hydrochloric acid, it is going to dissipate pretty damn quickly into the water system and be diluted. So, okay, it would kill anything on yeah, contact, yeah. but well, it's not going to linger yeah, there until yeah, the yeah. end of time. It's going to break down. 
I think it's going to break down into its constituents and be inert. Look, well, if you hype something up, an, an actual small, you know, bad event, say, going back to yeah. years ago, about four or five years ago, there was a, a, a container ship from where I'm from in New Zealand, which is a major yeah. port city, a, right. a, a container ship with, you know, say, say 20 containers, it sunk, it, it got... It hit a reef and it and it was leaking oil. Now you would have sworn the entire country was going to go into meltdown and shut down by the amount of media hype on the story. And my brother included was there doing voluntary work, you know, looking for penguins with um, uh, fairy penguins with oil on them and things like that. And I said to him, and in, in, in the Second World War and and many other areas, you had major shipping that was sunk and you know Beatles, ships yeah. blown up and. Guaranteed. Did the the Earth die in 1943 when you know, or, or, or when much bigger ships have sunk than this? But they hyped it up so well and fed it straight into this um, uh, environmental Nazism that's going on. And now we've got in New Zealand at the moment some of the worst flooding they've had for a while. I haven't actually researched to see if there's been worse ones, but of course New Zealand is an ever expanding country, very tiny. And they've built lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of housing developments as they have here on floodplain. So when a, say a normal flood hit that we, we got in the 50s and 60s and 70s happens, way more damage and uh, whatever is, you know, can be reported. But at the same time, um, the, 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 they seem to always be the areas where there's food growing. Lots of food producers and dairy producers and, they seem to be the areas that always get hit by these, you know, cat- catastrophic events. They're blaming climate change on the New Zealand floods, guaranteed. My brother said it, it's climate change, you know. So they've reversed the word weather, like, you know, COVID, they've, rever- you know, converted the flu into COVID-19. Now they're converting every flood, every major incident that we've had for the last God knows how long into climate change. Which is the weather, you know, the weather changes. Am I talking to myself? Yes, I could be. It's uh, Rick and Ab- on February. Oh, no, he's, he is muted. Uh, wait for them to come back. And did ships get torpedoed in the Second World War? Yes, I guarantee they did. Guaranteed. There's too many people, you know, I've, uh, several people, people that fathers were on. Um, Oh, sorry. On the yeah, there's there's been there's there was too many ex navy people that were on ships that got sunk, and and it was just playing games and chess with. Um, oh, my grandfather got people. sunk. That's for sure. Yeah, and my my uh, good, really good friend of mine, her father was on the one of the worst of the ones. It was the HMS Australia. I think HMS Australia it was something like that. They were floating at sea for fifteen days. There's hundreds of books about this particular sinking and they he 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 survived you know by clinging to driftwood and floating in an oil slick for you know that 15 days was he was he lying to his daughter nah he was that's what happened he was, was in the water for 15 days that i don't believe yeah yeah it was a, my, oh, my yeah, grandfather no, that, was that, in that, the water that, for 48 hours and you you don't last that long in salt water 
So I, I might have to challenge that one. Yeah, no, well, I, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was 15 days. Well, say it might have been less. I'm not sure, but he, he was a, he had his daughter. He told his daughter the stories. There's books written with his name in it. Um, you know, he, he, no, that doesn't help. People, you know, <laughs> 15 yeah. days. I don't think I would have, well, first of all, first of I, all, I, you I, can I, only survive three days without water. No, 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 no. They were, they were clutching on, they, they, they were clutching onto, onto things and, and probably had some supplies and, um, but there wasn't enough room for everyone on the, uh, some of the lifeboats. So some were maybe that, I, I don't know, but it's a, it's a pretty interesting story. I, I think that's probably a thing. I do believe ships got sunk. Um, and I, I do believe the Lewis L- L- Tania was a, I think they were sunk by their own size half the time. Well, I think that could be a thing, and certain ships got targeted for, you know, whatever. I, I, I'm not a uh, war hoax person, sadly. JJ, sadly, no. I, I do agree, yeah, strategic demolition. It is strategic demolition and... and um, yeah, strategic uh, demolition relocation. relocation. On no all sorts of that. things. And, you know, they're, st- they're still finding unexploded shells in Britain, Around certain areas of the areas that they blew to pieces that, to get rid of the uh, working class out of those areas. So they, so, the, so they yeah, say. The, the unexploded bombs, I say, are you know pretty accurate. I would say there's t- too many times I've been f- found. And, I mean, they, they blew um, certain areas absolutely to pieces. And I've met many people that verify it. You know, the, the, their their homes were blown to pieces. Um, yeah. No, I just meant the, un- the unexploded ones that uh, didn't blow up. Um, yeah, that, that, oh, no, story. for sure. I haven't, no, I haven't, I haven't no, heard that story sure. in a long time. But how do we know UXBs, they were alive UXBs. or had ordinance? Yeah. Well, they're, they're still finding them in England up till not too, you know, not too long ago whenever they're doing the rail. Because if they were dropping bombs from a high height, and they, you know, to target an area, not everything goes off, goes bang. A lot of things uh, misfires. So. They might not be as dangerous as they made out, but either way, again, it, it, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit uh, sketchy about um, the war, total war hoax people that are, uh, you know, I've spoken to too many people, too many people, and I, I trust them, you know, like me, I'm t- I'll tell you the fucking truth of whatever I'm saying. There's no exaggeration or lies. If I've encountered something, hey, you got a Rolo, uh, a Rolo update and a Velo update? I heard earlier. I was listening into you a little bit. Oh, um, well, Rolo's in fine, fine form. Still, he showed me a photo of seven empty vodka bottles the other day. Wow! So he's still uh, no, you didn't. Prayer. Um. It depends what time you get him, I guess. But every now and then he loses the plot. And he start, I always know when he's lost the plot because he keeps sharing. I saw on the live stream he's him. listening, by the way. So shout out to Rollo. Uh, yeah, no, he's, he has his moments. But majority of the time he seems to be um, fantastic. And um, he rang me this morning, but I was too... Um, um, Tired or no, busy? I, yeah, no, I was. I, 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 no, I was sleeping. I was. I, I don't even want to talk about how busy I was and how much walking I did with a heavy bag on my shoulder. On Are you Friday still slinging coffee? Getting, no, no, and that's another conversation to be had because the cafes. You're not slinging. Um, co- oh, you're not. 
No, he's, yeah, he hasn't been. Right. He's not. He hasn't been paying his staff. None of the staff what? have been getting paid. Yeah, he's been, oh. you know, claiming uh, all these excuses and including my own son. Oh my I, god! You know, uh, yeah, and I, I actually had to get. No, I didn't get heavy, but I was. I just told him, you know, you, you can try and do that stuff on a fifteen-year-old, but don't try it on me because it's not going to end up very well. And I got paid, and to, but only paid up to you know, what he owed me from two weeks ago. But it's been a real stress thing because I've been working hard, including last night. I, I really I really worked a lot from Thursday night till Saturday morning and then ran up the road and had to go to work and worked a really busy shift and half the staff hadn't turned up because they hadn't been paid. So um, it, it was, yeah. Ooh, it sounds like a downward spiral for the... For the yeah, 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 and the sad the, the the sad thing is, I looked up on I was looking at some other something else, and the, there are old businesses, food businesses going broke, hand over fist at the moment globally because of um, gas prices, electricity prices, and stock prices, and people are not going out because they can't afford to eat, and so these businesses are going broke, and their rents have gone through the roof. Um, so it's a thing for sure. Uh, and it adds to everyone's stress. So, um, yeah. It's, but anyway, Rollo's. You're listening to Rick and App. It's the second pandemic, lads. Everyone's got the monkey pox. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio. On fakeologist.com. So, what's the official beer, what a, status what a media beer. of the. Uh, oh, he's, oh, he's yeah, good. Media beer. Uh, he, uh, oh, oh, no, no, I meant of the um, uh, coffee shop. So, are you not going to go back? Uh, it's, no, I, well, I worked last night. I was there today and I got paid for going what I did today. But, um, it's just looking really dodgy and everyone's jumped ship and leaving and getting jobs in other places, including my son who got snapped up at a cafe. My sister, sister, my daughter worked at who got him a job on the spot and he's really happy there. And I, I've just said to them, that a lot of these young kids haven't been passed. What you have learned is really good skills here and you'll be able to jump and go into any other business that's going to be run properly because this is not being run properly. It's fucking terrible. Um, and oh, they'll be an asset to any business. Mm. But, what happened um, to Moon Harvest? I, I, he's, still, he's still there for now, for now, for now. But, um, you know, he's, he's been kind of looked after up to, I mean, just looked after. But if he goes, that place is gone because the only reason a lot of people go there is because of him and his incredible coffee skills. Anyway, oh, wow. Rollo, uh, back to Rollo. Rollo, Rollo. Rollo's good from what I can work out. And we, we've been chatting. He's been putting some interesting stuff on the Rick and Rollo Discord. And, um, yeah, all good and from from what I can work out. Little he hasn't Dave, been arrested. Little Dave Cullen. Yeah, he's not arrested. Look, um, no, no, he hasn't been posting any Dave Cullen for a long time, interestingly enough. The... Uh, Wow, he's sour enough, to yeah. the uh, Irish redhead. Uh, yeah, that was his major go-ahead, wasn't it? 
what was his name? What was he called himself? Um, computer nerd. Uh, Dave com- Cullen. Com- yeah, computer forever. No, but he had computer forever. Computing forever. forever. Whatever. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So um. Yeah, no, it's just been an existence of trying to get trying, going to work and hoping to get paid. Which, you know, the last thing I need is money stress, and that's what I've gone so from Christmas. Basically, I've been having to be very careful, uh, you know, um, and, and concerned about money, which is not. It's my, one of my worst stresses is money. I like to have it. Yeah, that's I a like bad. That's a bad one. It. Well, you need to know you feel comfortable with your with your income. That, that's one very important thing in life I've found is to have a consistent income that you can trust you're going to get without having to worry about it. It it, and you know you get up. Why do you go to get up and go to work? You're not doing it for free. You're doing it for money. Simple no, that. I know that the, the lack of money, money instability is horrible. Horrible on the psyche. And, and Klaus that's, Schwab uh, that, and that's the world why you're going to get form, ill. Uh, yeah. For oh, now, so uh, uh, just going back to what early, early, early I was talking about. <laughs> there's a Canadian book called um, uh, "Slow Death by Rubber Duck," which I read a few chapters on the the train the other day. Really good book, and it's it's hyped up by Oprah and a lot of elitist types. But when you read it, you suddenly understand why you, so many people are sick. And it, the, the, the phthalates and the BPA and the Teflon, Teflon is not your friend. If it's in your house, in yeah. your oven, and, and, and basically the side effects from heating up Teflon are flu-like symptoms, toxicity yeah, toxic. of your uh, respiratory respiratory system. Now, I totally agree. I totally believe that. I, I knew about Teflon when it first came out, that you, know, you don't have your budgie in, the, in, a, in a room where you're heating up a Teflon thing because birds and fish are really sensitive to chemicals. And the budgie and passes like out. Yep, dies, dies. It's like, you know, when you go into a coal mine, what do they use? A canary. Canary in a coal mine. Right. They, they, once a canary dies, they know that it's it's reached a certain area danger that right. you need to leave. Lack of oxygen, um, yeah, or some other toxin in the air. Mm, so it's a, no, it's a re- respiratory toxin, and so DuPont... It's an explosive right, toxin. And that, yeah, or maybe yeah, it's DuPont not explosive. Is res- DuPont is responsible for for um, BPA phthalates and def- Teflon. Teflon's a brand name, but it, it basically it's, it's called something... Well, I think I've written it down somewhere. Um... It's got a it's got a chemical name. It um, is in everyone's house, and so so you can be visiting someone's house, and they've cooked or had a self cleaning oven, and I've been using these things at high temperature, and you suddenly come down with what you think is a cold. You just were poisoned by cooking implements, and you've run off and gone to the thing, and they said, "Oh, it's the flu." No, it's not. It's these chemicals that are in everyday items in your house, and. I, I do recommend uh, Slow Death by Rubber Duck. My son bought it for me for Christmas. And I, you know, just looked at it. I thought I should take this with me and read it. And yeah, it's 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 real. I do believe the households. So that's all about DuPont? 
DuPont names mentioned consistently because it, it it was the one that registered Teflon. And <clears throat> the, what the book doesn't do is suggest that it was deliberately done, where I'm suggesting all the side effects of the, the, the phthalates, Teflon and um, BPA, result in testicular shrinkage, uh, male um, uh, prostate cancer, uh, respiratory illnesses, everything that we've seen go up by a million percent in the last 40 years or 50 years can be traced back to your own house, your own things that you're spraying on your, you know, food to, or, or, or even clothing. Where Anything with soft plastics has got your phthalates in it. And the phthalates, the, the side that the, these things cause, again, reproductive issues and respiratory issues. Again, it's all worked very well. They've done it deliberately. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Um, but this book doesn't suggest that. They just, it's kind of implying that they're, they're stupid and they're, they're doing it as a cost-cutting measure or to make money. It's not. This is this is weaponized takedown of um, the public, for sure. Um, using you know things that you've got in your house that you think are safe. And he's, so you've got to be very aware if you see microban or triclosan, triclosan on any product, particularly microban, which is in most paints now, a very powerful antibacterial. Right? And what are, yeah, yeah. what are we made of? We're, we are totally bacterial. You know, we're, we're, our bodies are full of bacteria, healthy gut um, bacteria yeah, is very essential for our health. And so if you've got something that's antibacterial, Anti, anti and actually dishwashing liquids, anti life. Yeah. So just as um, Charles Richey in his um, 1913, I think it's Charles. Was it Cha- Claude? Claude Richey's anaphylaxis. But you can go to fake11.com forward slash ANA yeah, and look it up. I forget. Yeah. Either way, it's Richey and it's the. Nobel Prize winning anaphylaxis. He created the name anaphylaxis against life. Against yeah. life, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, and I've shared that with some really uh, interesting, uh, influential um, health people in Sydney that I've been t- chatting to, and they were very interested in that. They'd never heard of him or any of that, so... Yeah, or everything that's being done on um, Faco Tube, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what goes around comes around. You know, there are people. You've got to keep this information, though, Ab, and that's why uh, Faco Tube is very important because they are yeah, scrubbing the stuff Catherine off the Watt. internet. I highly recommend looking up uh, some of her video presentations. Korea, talking is about the COVID w- kill box. Yeah, is yeah, that W A T T? Yeah. Yeah. If you go to, yes. If yeah, another watt. Interesting. Bright light. If you go to my Faco tube, you'll see there's at least four videos, presentations by her, questions and answers. It's really, really well done. She's just going through the U.S. code and the U.S. laws that created this COVID kill box. Everything that's happening is being run by the military, and that makes more sense than anything else. More, way more sense. yeah, Marcus Allen contacted so well. me. Yeah, Marcus contacted me wanting, you know, he said, I need to, he goes, I can't share it without citations on the um, Aspartame thing, which I read. Now, when you read the book, um, 
Psychic Dictatorship USA. He he basically goes through the history of Aspartame and where it came out of Fort Detrick. And he actually has the code names that they were working on this kind of mysterious chemical in the 50s that it was, you know, C33 or, you know, whatever code name they gave. It was something, it was, looked quite obvious to me that it was Aspartame. And, it, and its side effects were, you know, loss of, um, you know, brain function and, you know, basically, Liver poisoning, probably. Brain fog. Brain fog and everything. And every single person named in this expose, in this book, with six pages of citations or or notations after each chapter, at least, they were all military. And Don Rumsfeld was the, the main guy that lobbied and pushed it through as a food additive. Now, I can't prove this other than what the, the book and, and Marcus is right he said look and he's got a name so he doesn't want to just say something that you read in a book happened but when you go through these histories of these certain products um, and you find military connections you know that it's being pushed on you deliberately and that there is nefarious intent no doubt about it but I can't and, and no one will be able to find the actual smoking gun that's you know, unless it's there uh, on some kind of, um, you know, like, you know, some paper that was published by some university, Princeton or wherever. Um, as soon as I hear military involvement in any product or any chemical, I know that it's, uh, it's weaponized for uh, being military, weaponized. They're the bioweapons and, and they're classified as, as countermeasures. So all the characteristics and all yeah. the... Yeah, all the safeties regarding yep. FDA and drug testing, they're out the window. All of them are gone. Out the window. When it's classified as Yeah. When it's counted when it when it's a military yep. countermeasure, all bets are off and the enemy, of course, is yeah. <laughs> isn't it amazing how the military uses damage control, you know, like um ordinance for bombs. Um yeah. you know, they even Ministry of Defence, rather the Military of War, which is what they were originally called back in the yeah, day. Yeah, War Department. They call it Ministry. Yeah. War Department, and, and literally War Department. Yeah. And that's why, that's why you know, when we talk about Amazon Prime, and it's Prime, they're priming you, literally, they, yeah. and they're telling you what they're doing in the English language. Oh it's yeah, quite obvious, like a, a television program. What what do you program? You program things, you know. And this goes back to, um, you know, Norbert Wiener and his um, Macy conferences on cybernetics. The, the the some of the single most interesting things that you must get and while you can online research that cybernetics, the Macy conferences again. Shout it, Alan Watt. Cutting through the matrix was the first person that I heard talking about Macy conferences. I always thought of Macy as a shopping center. Same family, probably. You know, that Macy's, you know, they had the wonderful Christmas displays in the 40s and 50s in America and New York. But the Macy conferences were cybernetics. And that was this, and cybernetics is, you know, nudge, the nudge program that, um, um, What's his name? Come up with, uh, you know, pushing you to a uh, slowly pushing people into a certain way of thinking. 
Cybernetics. Norbert Wiener. I mean, what a name. Norbert Wiener. I mean, you know, can you get a more unusual name? He was the guy in charge of the, the top thinkers and scientists and think of, of, the, of the day in the 40s all met. And it was how to get the world into the zones they need to be. And Club of Rome, obviously, with its um, agendas, you know, and again, I say Club of Rome is the metaphorical club that you hit someone over the head with, not a private club. It's the Club of Rome, the Vatican, that are forcing you into a into your way of thinking. Guaranteed. Yes, yes. Guaranteed. So yeah, the the Macy conferences and those um that couple I forget their name, but you know there was, was a male and female couple that, that did that show on the um MK Ultra. What were they called? They, they they did a really good thing on cybernetics in this MK Ultra film that they did uh, and the the, the minds of men. Oh, are you talking about Melissa and Aaron Dykes? Melissa and Media? Aaron Dykes. That's their yeah. Look it up. Media. That I was uh, really patronizing good. them for a while, but they kind of dropped off the radar. They stopped. Yeah, yeah, I know they're there, but mm. they really slowed down whatever they were doing. Maybe they had money trouble. Yeah, I, th- I think. Well, it's not I think easy doing get, what they're doing. No, and I think I think, and and I'm I'm one who spent too much time in the dark side. Although I've never gone, you know, like you might find me scouring the internet for imagery of you know ping pong. You know, and um, all that kind of thing, like some people do. You don't need to see it or watch it or, you know, expose yourself to the poison to know it's there. You know, you can just see the results. And in Sydney uh, yesterday, what's today? No, on Friday, Sunday today, I was walking through the city of Sydney looking at. All the billboards, digital billboards that swap, you know, you get five seconds or ten seconds of an yeah, energy yeah, change. Yeah, we got them here. Yeah. They're yeah, on yeah. our highways, Everywhere which is so dangerous. Oh, they, oh, of course. And they, same here, same here, Eb. And everywhere I looked, the images were of female couples, you know, in a new house, buying a house. And it seemed to be more female oh, couples. Female couples? Pushing, Oh, female wow. couples. Yeah. And, oh, and, and any, any previous iconic imagery, say we have a, a, an insurance agency here called Amy. Um, it used to be a blonde or a, a brunette. Um, and she was the image of the, um, company as a, she was the one answering the phone. Now it's this, always the same thing. It's always a, African American, wow. uh, sorry, African or what, with curly, curly hair, dark skin. They've removed anything white as an image, you know, as, as, uh, well, we've got to do it. We've got to do it, you know, as, as for politi- political correctness. DEI, diversity, and, equity, and inclusion. DEI. Inclusion. And Forest Value was talking and about now, that yesterday. All the corporations yeah. are have a DEI department of their human resources. Yes, and, an e- and they've got badges now. SG they've got badges department. ESG. Yep. And so when you look at when you go into say a, a shopping center, most of the staff will have a rainbow. No, it's not even it's not a rainbow, but it's those different colors for the diversity flag on their lapel. Wow. It's everywhere. Even the local councils have got. 
bus stops have all got the painted in this, diver- you know, the inclusive diversity, whatever. It's rainbow, you know, or, 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 or it's about seven or eight different colours now. The, the rainbow was four, five colours, six colours. They've added another couple of colours for some other, you know, it'll be, um, uh, it'll be, yeah, it'll be though, it'll be people that want to merge with machines, you know, there'll be, uh, some new colour for a new gender that'll be part machine, part human. And that'll be, you know, the merging with the, you know, the singularity that, that's coming in 2050 or whatever that God predicts. But yeah, um, all of a sudden, there was a, I walked past a church and they were painting the rainbow f- colours on the steps as I walked past on the steps to enter the church, you know, saying pride-friendly, gay-friendly, whatever. It, so it's absolutely on steroids now. That, so we don't need to argue with anyone that this might be a fake thing or, you know, that the, the, the bias phenol A's weren't deliberately added into the water and food and, you know, so, so when you get a can, so you think you're getting a can of spaghetti or a can of baked beans, you're getting an aluminium can coated in plastics leaching BH, the B bias phenol A, which is known to affect your, um, you know, your, 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 your endocrine, endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors. So, so, so your cans of beer now, or when you go for a, you're listening to Rick and App. After the break. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. You're listening to Rick and Ab on the 19th of February, 2023. Yeah, um, I'll just finish on what I was saying, though. The, the incredible... Pride, you know, you know, pride is one of the seven deadly sins, and they they renamed the whole gay, transgender agenda as a Pride Month. So it's all That's true. That's interesting. Why you yeah. mentioned that? Yeah, that is interesting. It's mm. a deadly yeah. sin. Why would you name something after a deadly sin pride. unless you're telling everyone yeah. something? Yeah, it's and it's a, it's the same. It's a, yeah, it's it's yeah. So, that, but what they do, Ab, like we just mentioned about um, Prime. They tell you openly and, and, and give you an honest word, but they've changed the definition We've slightly. They've inverted it. So, yeah. 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 So pride, They're which is pride one of the seven deadly sins. But yeah, that is interesting. But pride not, is a sin. So how could that be good? Can't be good. It's not. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. So. But yeah, so and 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 this every wall, like I, I was walking past buildings taking photos of, you know, the, you know they had like some kind of gay-looking imagery, colours everywhere, um, the purples, yellows, and blues, and um, greens, and whatever, on all these major buildings and graffiti and and electric signs, all pushing the same thing. So. Again, there's no if nor buts or what's here. It's happened. It's going on right now. And we're part of it. And we're going, you know, obviously into a, this sustainable, 
Klaus Schwab um, new world order where property will be a sin. Owning property will be a sin, uh, you know, unsustainable and that you're greedy for doing it. Yet you're going to a pride march, which was, was one of the seven deadly sins. It's, uh, it's yeah. the same with the universe. Pre- prestige. Prestige means trickery. But to me, in my still in my NLP state, it means a good thing. It's prestigious. But in yeah. actual fact, prestige yeah, exactly. means trickery. Luxury. And pride means, uh, yeah, yeah, your luxury. But it doesn't really. And it, so, yeah, the, 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 the fuckery. Anyway, going back to, you mentioned before, Velocets, um he's, he's not doing anything yet. But he's uh, hopefully getting. He's you know trying to sort his employment out and relocating to wherever he's relocating. And uh, he'd been in contact with me last week, and he's like, because you know I, I just think his tech, his techniques and technology skills are second to none. And uh, you know, I, I was thinking I would, he's from I would Sydney, rather, right? Is he from Is he from Sydney? Yeah. Yes, he is. I was thinking that, do we have any, we don't really have any fakeologists from Sydney. Everyone is from everywhere else in Australia. Is that right? Am I thinking yeah, about that me. right? Yep. You know, he's, but you're not really from yeah, there's Sydney no other, either. That, oh, well, I was, though, I still, I still work there every week, but he's, um, he's from Sydney. And Sydney yeah, is your biggest city, right? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> So why uh, is yeah, that? Yeah, why are so. there so many people from outside of Sydney, but not in Sydney, that are fakeologists? Is it a big city thing that big city people don't think like we do? Well, well, well interestingly, I've got no one there in Sydney that I, you know, at, at a level that I'm at, that I can like sit and talk about the you know, the real high high level, you know, esoteric, um, deep. Symbolic. There's no one, you know. Um, the here where I am now, I've got um, one, two, you know, three or four people, and it's not not far from me that I can have, you know, full on conversation. You know, I'm talking about conversation. I'd have to dumb myself down. Uh, Velocet is uh, more South Sydney though, but he's st- he's from Sydney, I do believe. But he's a, he, he's at that level where you can talk about anything, you know. He's, and Rollo's uh, not really no. Even even Rollo though, you'd be surprised how much he knows. He just because he's so drunk, he loses. He would rather talk about the Joker movie than. But so he's he, not from Sydney sudden, either. From, Newcastle no, is outside. No, he's Sydney, not. Right? Newcastle two two no. hours two hours south. Eh? So you're right. Yeah, there's not many people from Sydney whatsoever. Guaranteed. Which is at, the at a level of the way you what think I'm it talking be, about because there's so many people in Sydney. How many people are in the Greater Sydney area? Is it called that? The Greater Sydney area? Four, four million. Okay. Four million, five million. Pretty substantial. Yeah. Something of that note. Oh yeah. Um, there probably is, but um, no one I personally. Oh, uh, uh, no, not not at the level I'm talking about. You, you know, not at your. Meta meta level of um, um, you know long long standing people. I've got people I can talk to, but that they don't. That I have to dumb it dumb it down, you know. And and they they look at me blo- blankly if I talk about some subjects. Is that so, yeah, city right. going to be a fifteen minute city? 
Yeah, for sure. Ab, I'm, what about I'm telling you now, we're, we're not... Same thing? Yes, yeah, yep. For sure, yep. Although there's, there's some... I've got, I've got actually... A, I've, there's a lot of... There's actually a lot of white, white people around here. A lot, you know, so... But yes, um, for sure, 50-minute cities, that's going to be everywhere. But when I say I've got inside knowledge of things, I two of my last clients that I've got in Sydney, oh, and I'm talking about commercial clients, are the leading, one's a leading architect for the government, another one's a leading landscape architect for the government. They both work with each other. And they're doing things for five years' time, you know, or, or, or looking at developments for five years' time. And so I see what's happening. And I'm I, six or seven years ago, th- th- they were talking about they were having to design and build buildings that they thought they thought themselves ridiculously too big. You know, that out that was just they didn't think it was a good thing. So. You know, I can see that I can see what they're doing and working on. For, you know, a job, a project, it won't be finished for another four or five years. So they're doing apartment complexes of a of a you know, and staggeringly huge. You know, they're building and all rentals. So yeah, yeah, and they're they're building. Yeah, no, yeah, of course, and they're building what what I would call mini smart cities inside Sydney. So, say an area that was once a race course—not uh, not race course, but it was one area. It's called. It was once a uh, big race track, Oran Park race track. Yeah, they've turned it into an independent, totally self-contained smart city, all full of buildings. These people designed it, and they've done the landscape, all the work. They're very green. I, I like their. The the way they are because they're all you know because being green can be a good thing in th- terms of not wasting things and reutilization of you know having water recycled and things like that that's not a bad thing I don't believe in this country but there's and there's nothing nefarious about any of them but the government is the ones that give them the money to do these things and their long term agenda was that these cities will be the fifteen minute cities but you can't leave that zone. Yeah, they'll be prison. self-contained. That's the the way these things are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Many, many, many... Technocracy turns them into prisons. Yeah. Are you aware of uh, PCA? No. Chris Sky was talking about this, your your personal carbon allowance. Have you heard about that? Yeah, no, but all of this stuff was, was, was... as gamed and written, you know, 50 or 60 years ago. That's Club of Rome oh, stuff. Oh, I agree. You know, that, and now they're implementing yeah, yeah. it. Your, your PCA oh, yeah, for sure. is only going to be 1.5 to 2 kilos. And they say the average guy yeah. uses about 18 a year. 18. And that's, 18 yeah, so drinking tons. and washing. 18 tons Dr- a year is washing the average. Washing and they want to get clothes. it down to 2. Yeah. 2. Washing Buying your clothes, clothes and... Buying, Buying clothes, clothes, washing clothes. Forget about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drying clothes. And that will be suggest- <laughs> Yeah. And and you and, and there's if you have a look at your um you'll notice now on these big blocks or or, or, or even people that have bought a live in a, an apartment building, there's a group 
in that building that are called the, you know, the, the tenancy tribunal or, uh, or, you know, that there's a group of interested people that run that whole building. And if there's a complaint about someone, um, the tribunal, you know, will have that person, have that person kicked out. You know, let's say they're not mowing their lawn properly or they're spraying the wrong stuff on their, their lawn or that, so, so, or not, sorry, they haven't got lawns, but say they're drawing, um, clothes on their balcony, well, which is forbidden. My you're not, friend, you're not allowed to actually. My put friend uh, has a contact in New York City, and they have anti-idling laws where you can't idle your vehicle. If you, that's why the electric car switches off. No, I, no, no, I'm talking about idling up ice ice engine, the internal combustion engine. If you catch someone idling, you video them. The fine is a thousand bucks, and you get ten percent. As a snitcher, yeah, so you get is, 10%, um, 100 bucks. Have you heard about yeah, that? Just, yeah, so, so you're kind of yeah, you're, all, you're, all, you're saying all, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So all of this that we're talking about is um, social, social, um, uh, you know, in China, the so, social credit social system. Social credit. And, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. And so finding and reporting gives you bonus points. So, so you know, a yeah, conspiracy yeah, yeah, theorist yeah. that you know that's, that, that's saying this, you report them, you'll get bonus points that will balance out your, um, you know, so you can wash your clothes right. more often. Or, yeah, exactly. This is a thing. This is, or eat a steak. And so, right. So, Rosa. It'll, it'll shoot your Rosa carbon credits right through the roof. Yeah. Rosa Corey said everything you just mentioned in the last five minutes and her you know, speeches that yeah. she lifted off, what's her name from, uh, you know, the, the one. Well, that she, they, you know, I don't like to say um, she stole it. She just developed the ideas more into She a, developed it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and I can, I don't, look, I've, I've never heard anything Rosa Corey said that sparked my, um, you know, when, oh, no, but she could have like given tribute just, a little bit. She could have given a little bit of to, reference and tribute. Nothing wrong with that. Nikki Rapana. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I and Nikki Rapana, and that's so that's what I make sure I do. Every time yeah, I hear, if I hear a, a something interesting from Media Monarchy show, I, I'll give him yeah, credit. That's that. where I got it from, and I got that. So I, I was yeah, listening to correct. him this afternoon. He mentioned he mentioned the book cover of um, Underground by you know Delilo, where it has the twin towers on the cover, 1997, with a bird flying. Right next to, you know, the the top of it, and uh, a big cross in the middle of it, like a gravestone. Um, so I, I will say where I got it from. But Nikki Rapana was uh, the only person I ever heard. I think Alan Watt talked about her. Uh, Rosa oh, did Coyne he talk about her? her? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So that's why again, my, I, I name drop him because a I got information from, him, but he would constantly cite references where he got it from, well, which good. is what you need to do. You need to. Yeah, yeah, you need to give credit where credit's due. That's, that's proper, why I say that's that's Dave J. If 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 Dave J. Um, said something, and, and I always give him credence because he's not his material is a hundred percent original. No one else has done it before. Yeah. And, and that's why that, that obviously me too. Yeah, so I don't know, I'll keep talking, but that's why I can understand where he gets frustrated and angry with other people because it, he was the yeah nobody died. On 9/11, probably well before anyone else. Um, I understand that other people have probably lifted some of this thing and not given them credit for it. 
he's pissed off. It's a normal thing. It's a normal thing. I will not, I will make sure if someone said something that influenced me, they will be credited. I will not, but I, I will come up with a lot of my own original material, but a lot of that original material, uh, particularly the um, crypto one, I was sparked by Dave J, and that was the Bitcoin being the Bitcoin. Sharon's Obel, look it up. The Bitcoin of the dead. The, the Bitcoin is weaponized, and crypto is the where you get sent to when you're dead. The crypt. That's why they've called it crypto. No other reason. And I'd spotted Dave J, whether he did it deliberately, circled the bit and he put uh, brackets with E after it and I went bang where have I heard of bitten before looked it up and I knew you know it's the the, the river sticks and you're put into a your coffin a coin's put in your mouth to pay the gatekeeper at the other side of the river and bite coin bitcoin whatever because I kid you not I've been constantly going why would they call it bitcoin and it really frustrated me and I was like you know, asking myself and waiting for an answer. And then I've seen Dave J put a little E in a bracket after the word bit and bang, it was straight open. So I use other people's research to jump onto something bigger, but I'll make sure they'll give them credit and uh, make sure that they are named as the source of my wake up. Other things that I've come up with have just popped into my head um, as they do you know you're sitting there reading a book and that book uh, and I brought it up uh, oh god you know 10 shows or 15 shows ago the the, um, occult conspiracy book by Michael Howard fantastic 100% if I wanted to could do 15 20 shows just on that book particularly uh, Abe Lincoln's mentor, the guy that influenced the theosophists, the uh, very dark-skinned, or could I say African-American? Uh, he, he had, a, I think, uh, maybe an African mother or father, but he was the guy that got lectured and told Lincoln all his theosophy stuff and, and his occult stuff. I forget his name. I can't, it won't pop into my head, but... Then I traced his name and found it went through all these different links. And I will give, you know, like uh, Sean, uh, ex-Fakeologist uh, ex and Hoaxbusters, SMJ, he's right. He used Wikipedia to expose so much, so many <laughs> nepotism and relatives of your influences that had very famous influence, uh, you know, Relatives, all using Wikipedia because Wikipedia is still up to eh, I don't know how long we got, but um, still a good thing to use to um, research people and their relatives and their cousins. And uh, Sean destroyed the science narrative one hundred percent. The DNA strand, the imagery that we 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 use and we see for DNA was basically uh, they were filming or taking photos of. Um, you know, old bore water or whatever, and it had some interesting looking shape. I took a photo, and that was often used 
to, 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 as a scientific model for a shape that, yeah. that, that's in your lexicon of um, particularly virology, particularly virology. And SMJ, I think, probably ripped it to pieces, ripped it to pieces using Wikipedia. So it's still a thing, still worthwhile looking into. And I, I use it myself now. I'll, I'll begrudge you. Know, yeah, Wikipedia, bit, yeah. He, he, okay. Well, why would they call totally it? Totally controlled by the military, yeah. but get something guaranteed. Over. Guaranteed, and 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 it can be altered, just like the old way back, you know. And so, yeah. <laughs> good research. Well, that's the, out there. That's the good. nature of it. It's supposed to be a living encyclopedia. It's well, supposed to be well, well, you're going to find you're going to you're going to you you you're, you're going to hear in living color when um, that girl that's coming on tomorrow tells you. Oh yeah, Winston Smith sat there with the, um, you know, that's his job was to go through old newspapers and clip things that were, and put them in that uh, the burner, the, uh, you know, the, into the whatever that what it's referred to as the, um, into a. Oh, well, I haven't got to that part yet. She she will she and she will and she will and she's she's right and <laughs> so guys like um, uh, conspiracy Oz. Mick Raven, again, yeah, he's got his issues on nukes and things like that. But um, yeah, he uses Wikipedia, and he he what he does is he uses the Wayback Machine, the you know archive.com, to go back yeah. and discover that they've changed archive.com. So he, as what he's saying, you need to screenshot everything that archive.org. 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 We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. So, hi, this is Adam Miller from independentoccupier.wordpress.com. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com. Yeah, you like Adam Miller. You're listening to, yeah, Adam Miller is 100% high-class info. Ex-hoaxbusters, he's in um, America somewhere, and he did... The last, I think it was the Christmas, I'll keep re- reiterating, the, the Christmas Eve episode before Chris died, 2019, Adam Miller comes on and fucking knocks out Star Wars and, you know, Napoleon Wilson, obviously, you know, this is his forte. But uh, Adam Miller went on about um, the movie um, that we're going on about, that's, you know, number one movie over here the, that by the uh, James Cameron's latest Avatar. Movie that's um, Avatar. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris, Chris and um, Adam. Chris and Adam went through that movie because Chris had actually watched it and said he had to walk out of it because it was too full on action, you know, in three D. But Adam Miller broke it down very well, and uh, yeah, I highly recommend. Oh, where's he? I'd like him to come back. He'd be uh, yeah. a- absolute asset anywhere. And now you got fast value back. You need the, you know, the, the old more, the older guys like you know, Jan Irvin, uh, Jan Irvin, Jan Eric, Jan Eric. Uh, um, these are guys that, you know, like, my, like a little bit even old. Um, I'm not sure if Jan older than me, but around the same generation, you know. The, the yeah, you're the same. We grew up in an era I without. Think he's we my grew age. up in an era. Yeah, around that. Okay, so he's a little bit younger, but. Grew up in an era that computers weren't part of your life that you had to read and disseminate uh, information with your own instincts. And that's why going about Columbo 
before. Like, I don't need to see a citation. If, I, if, if, if you give me five essential pieces of information and I see an agenda being filled, I'm afraid that agenda, it's, I'll go, yeah, it's, it's, it's weaponizing the military behind it. It's a, it's a bad thing. Um, the, the, the proper researcher, like, you know, Marcus, obviously, that wants to see notated citations and Jan, uh, Jan Irvin, he's like that as well. He, he doesn't release anything. Jan Irvin needs to see citations and notations and, you know, to be official because he, he realizes that he, he's got a probably rivalry with a lot of actual, um, uh, university educated, um, uh, thinker types that will just go, Oh, what a load of bullshit. Show me the citation. Now, <laughs> I don't care about fucking citations. If someone tells me that there's 10 military people involved with a chemical and it, that, that numbs your brain and it gets put into your food, I'm telling you it's been done deliberately. Guaranteed. I don't need to see proof. I just go with my instincts gear. And again, I'm not a, you know, gut, yeah, for sure. You've got to go with, and, and, and then look around. Is that um, thing happening? Yes, it is. There's, there's loads and loads and loads of people with dysfunctional uh, teenagers, you know. They don't know where they are. They don't know what they are. They don't know whether they're Arthur or Martha or what gender they are because they'll be told there's a <laughs> million different Martha. genders. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. It's a it's a. They don't a know thing. their role in society. Yeah, and 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 an actual fact here with it. That's why I say with Alan Watt, you know, he, he spoke about humanity as a as a as a as a simple thing. You know, that you're not meant to be happy, and we've been told that, you know you need to be happy and smiling and grinning. Yeah. Life isn't meant to be like that. Life is a real battle and everything about it, be it relationships and be it, you know, your cat, you know, how healthy they are, you know, you, are you worried about that? You're not meant to be walking around with a big grin on your face, but we've been told, yeah, I agree are you that. happy? Yeah. There's, something, there's something wrong if you're not happy. And they're pushing kids into this zone where they're going and, look, I don't, you know, I'm not comfortable with this and I need to go to a doctor and get medicated. And parents are willingly, and I'm telling you now, yeah, I know for them a fact, friends of mine have got kids all medicated up because they were a bit miserable when they're teenagers. Now, if, if that was the case, I would have been on Zoloft, Ritalin, um, uh, every fucking thing under the sun as a teenager because it was all over the place, like you meant to be, I guess, yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Most of them are, yeah. You know, well, exactly. But now these kids are getting fed a pill for every ill computer game. Literally, literally, and and so basically, it's like they've managed to a common thing that we used to get the flu every two years and a common cold every year to clean our systems out has now been rezoned as COVID nineteen that you must be vaccinated for to prevent killing your great-grandmother or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, so, so, so weather has been churned into climate change. The weather, yeah, the common right. thing, it rains one day, sunny the next. No, 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 that's man-made climate change. That's, that's the way it's been done. 
and they've used the education system to do this. The, the yeah. education system that most people go to, not not the private school kids, because they've got. And I've I've had great discussions with kids that went to good schools, and they are open to critical thinking, open to there were no planes. I had a great conversation the other night with a, one of the young guys who he claims to be autistic, but he's to me he's just a really good thinker. And I told him about the no planes thing, and he sat and he, he listened to me and went and nodded his head like makes sense. Where'd you meet him? He didn't. He was. He works at the restaurant at the cafe, for, for now, oh, okay. not for long. But he's leaving as well. But um, he's only uh, eighteen or nineteen. He he claimed he was. He's got dyslexia. Uh, sorry, he's autistic, and his, you know his parents had obviously diagnosed him with something because his mother's a doctor. He's on the spectrum. But he's just. He he's on the spectrum that they were t- that he was told he was on. And I explained to him, I said, no, no, you, you, you've just got a mind thinking for yourself and you, you had internal thoughts and they've probably diagnosed that as being, you know, something and they put, probably put you on something when you were a kid. Yet he, when I told him about, um, th- there were no planes and reversed engineered it using again, I go back, I go, did he even know about 9-11? Don't forget that's 20, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, two yeah, years old. Yeah, Why no, would he even ab, know about ab, it? Ab, 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 because it's, it's constantly in their YouTube feeds and their, their you know. Oh, their, is it? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They, they, they seem to, they, yeah, they seem to know, know about it, but they don't, they don't care about it like me or you do. It's no, no. How could they? 21. Yeah, it's, it's, 20, 20, it's like an old, it's like an old years war. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. But crazy. when I explain, when, when I, when I, when I, once I explained to him the you know the the, the uh, aluminium plane with with wings you know made of even softer material aluminium but even cannot leave a wily e. coyote shape on the side of a metal building designed built with a you know impact safety structure it doesn't happen it's impossible to happen and the plane can't go through one side and come out the other end with its nose intact which it did if you look at the original footage. Simon Shack, tick 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 tick. You know the the uh, September clues. Look at the logic of this thing, and then you tell. And so this kid, instead of going like, say my friends would do, you go, oh, that'd be just conspiracy theory. You know, the the, the, the they, the, you know, it, was, it happened. He he totally believed everything I said and looked at logic, what I was explaining to him in a logical way, and I had a fruitful conversation. So. You can do it with this generation, the generation Z or millennial or whatever you like to call them. It's a thing. You can you can talk to them and people will listen and understand your gist. Your gist. I do believe. Anyway, I, I need to have a little break, Ab, for five minutes like you do. Oh, you're already having a break? Oh, mute. I think you said you were heading on a break, so I'll speak and say hi. If anyone wants to join in, you can. You can try and call in 810-666-1984-902-400-1984. We don't usually get caller-inners at this time, but thought I'd put it out there, see if it works. And um, 
Sunday, February 19th, 2023. Rick and I are here chatting. Be told. Let's just check it out and see if anyone is listening on the live stream. If you go to fig11.com forward slash radio two or forward slash stream two, you can you can listen. I'm just seeing if anyone is listening live, Rick. Let's see. Oh, who, I don't. I don't care. But I, I, I got to say, Ed, even if no one was no, listening, ahead. I actually been. I, I actually listened back. Yeah, to a few shows because of yeah. a, I'm that tired. Usually on a Sunday night after you know, because I, I actually work today. We help put well. you to sleep. And last, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I listened back to go. What did I say? Because I can't remember. <laughs> I can never remember what I said. But I go. Well, that was actually interesting. What I said because w- w- if I sit there and chat, things my brain brings up things because you know obviously I've forgotten more than I can remember. And yeah. those forgotten memories, well, well, they do pop back up again if you bring up a certain thing. And I, it's, I've, I've found even you know listening to the sound of my own voice. People, anyone knows me, will probably say he would do that. But I never used to listen to many. I've, I've certainly hardly listened to a lot of the stuff I've done over, yeah. over the years. Looks like there's three Aussies but, but I, and one UK person. That UK is probably uh, Napoleon. Big fan of yours. Napoleon, a good man. What a good man. What an interesting, what a thinker. Now that's, and that's the important thing. And that's why I, it's so difficult when you talk to people, you know, you, the average person, even people, you know, family or whatever, they don't understand where you, where you are or what you're talking about, really. You know, that, and, and especially when you hit the high level esoteric symbolism stuff. Now, Napoleon Wilson mentioned in this one, I've got a, I, th- I think I found it or someone gave it to me. It's like a these old road signs, and it's one of – it's Matt Busby Way M16, M16, and it's – I think he must have been a Manchester local that had this sign, you know, because Manchester is based on the B, and that's, um, I think, Napoleon and um, uh, what's his name? Um, the singer uh, – Tom Valper, Cambridge. Tom, he, yeah, they were talking Cambridge, but but they were talking about Matt Busby one night, and the whole imagery of Manchester being the B. And um, I looked at the poster or the, or the old sign. It's actually it's a recreation of an old sign, and I was thinking that's basically the M M one six, you know, M I six as well, you know, obviously. But it's if you turn the reflection of it is. W19 or 19W, you know, so you got that. The W is extremely powerful. That's the Trident logo, or I also think it could be the Phoenix logo. But you got 19 in the reverse image of it. And these, the 19 is so much more powerful than I thought. You know, I knew it was something that, that, that there was a big reason for COVID 19 to be COVID 19. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the 19, 19 hijackers. 911. Yeah, da, what is da, it? Da, the Metonic cycle? Metonic cycle, oh, yeah, the, the moon. And that was the, uh, yeah, 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 that's right. And I, I think I talked about that in the last show. Um, the Baha'i faith, um, that's a, a new, was a new one on me. And that was, I got that off that guy, you know, the, the, the Con 19 or whatever he did that 
um, David something, uh, whatever his name was, um, did the whole 19 thing. That not, and, and so they had 19 months of the year and the, the last month only has five days. Baha'i is definitely a thing. You know, there's, there's definitely a very influential one. Yeah, the, the numbers thing is a thing for sure, but um, you can go in different directions all over the place. But just look at the facts with 19, you know. Again, the um, ancient Hebrew and the Strong's Concordance, it says it means slaughter in, in their uh, separa, whatever they call it. There's it, all, and, and I'm sad to say, using, and it's not just. Forget about just vaccinations. After reading The Slow Death by Rubber Duck, it's kids' toys are full of shit, you know, and toxins and deliberately done. Right. The, 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 the ovens, you know, all the, most ovens have a, a nonstick surface that when heated up to a certain thing, release toxic vapours, which give you the same symptoms as a common cold or a flu, respiratory illness. That's has to be deliberately done. And DuPont, I'm afraid, uh, that they were one of the big winners of World War One of how much money they made making their poison gases and chemicals that they used. And DuPont, the whole DuPont family are dodgy to start with. But, the, you know, they were the ones behind that chemical. And so, you know, when we get sick, we could have just been at someone's house where they clean an oven recently and there's always gas in the room and we go home and we think... Yep. You know, it's that easy. Or just just decomposing building material in a house, I think, over time. And the smell of a new car. Yeah, the smell of a new car that that, that you get into a taxi and it's a new taxi and you're breathing all this vapour off all this plastic shit. It's all plastic, yeah. Yeah, and the waterproofing agents that they spray on these things that are everywhere. And it, again, and, and the, the stuff, um, mica band that you see on the front of every paint can now. And I've painted my entire house, interior and exterior, with a mica band paint, which is triclosan, the chemical which causes, again, uh, illness, uh, disease, etc., etc. And in every way, so we're living in soups Why of toxins. Why that into paint? I never heard of that. Uh, for antibacterial antibacterial purposes, Ab. and antibacterial is just like anaphylaxis; it's against life. But we are but before that, bacteria grew on the walls. Is that the whole idea? Yeah, yeah, no, because it's, it's, it's it, no, it's called it's under the basis that it kills mold. Right? Oh, that's why they oh, put it. That's why okay. added. Yep. But can I just say this? My, I've got um, in my house not now in, in complete interior painted with a high quality paint containing microban or microband, whatever it's called, and I get mould over every surface unless I go over and clean it all. So it doesn't actually. So you're saying that it doesn't that work. Claims. Oh, okay. Not not at a level, uh, but but does it leach? The triclosan or triclosan um, uh, particles, yeah, it probably does. And, yeah, you can get, you know, you come down with a cold regularly to get rid of all the shit, and we blame it on something else. Right. You know, we blame so it on a demon that infects you or a virus. 
Invisible, uh, invisible virus. Invisible virus. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, don't forget, demonolo- virology comes from demonology because when people were sick, they thought they had a demon and they could pass the demon around. Yep. That's where virology comes from. Yep. 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 Guaranteed. Yeah. Every part of this um, giant conspiracy, which is what it is, uh, and it's deliberately done. And as I said, this book, Slow Death by Rubber Duck by Two Canadians from Toronto. Really? Very good book. What year uh, was you know, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, about 2011, I think it came out. So it's recommended by Oprah magazine as an essential book. You're listening to Rick and Roll. Rick and Roll. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Yeah, Rick and Ab on the uh, 19th of February, 2023. Yeah, so, yeah, so um, basically everything What's the theme of that is book out there then? killing you. Oh, you say Slow Death by Rubber Duck. Slow Death by Rubber Duck. And it's basically incl- what, what they've done is they've they went through kids' toys. One of them had become a parent. He had two little boys, I think, and he somehow read about BPAs and biosphene OA or whatever and, and um, phthalates. phthalates. And um, he'd started thinking, well, you know, I, I don't want my kids to be affected by it. You know, I want their reproductive capacities to be a thing. And um, he wrote... They both went and tested everything and took and drank from plastic bottles, then measured and did blood tests, got their friends to do these things and sprayed um, chemicals and did blood tests, and they basically published their results. Again, this is plugged by people I would consider to be the bad guys. I'm smoking sure. Yeah. Yeah, the bad guys. But I think they're doing it because... That the, the, the rich also need to know this information. They want their grandkids to be healthy. That this book was probably this this stuff that should have been on mainstream news. It was just a very probably a successful book that only smart people read. So the survival of the wisest, as Jonas Salk published his book. So there is good information in this book. It's not fair porn. It's scary information that you need to be aware that. You don't let your kids dress in, you know, plastic-infused clothes and drink out of plastic bottles, That you know, if you want your children to have babies in the future. But the rest of the public aren't being told this. The rest of the public are probably completely unaware that their, 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 their clothing, their kids' toys, there's, you know, there's lead in the paint of the little Thomas the Tank Engine toys, there's... And they sit there, and I know what kids do, but they're teething particularly. They pick up anything they can get and start chewing it. Um, so you, you do have to be precaution, have precaution with stuff. But now I understand why I've been sick a lot of the time, and it's probably just from the common thing of uh, turning the oven up high. So I've got nonstick plates uh, you know, in my oven. I cook often with nonstick Teflon-coated stuff. Not anymore. I'm going to finish that but it affects your endocrine system. 
And I just believe it's all been done deliberately. They don't say that in the book. They just imply that it's stupidity that they've used these products. But the bottom of the line is that all the results of all the phthalates, uh, the triclosan and um, biosphenol A's and B's, <laughs> the same result is infertility and re- reproductive issues. The same yeah. thing that, that, um, jo- that uh, Julian Huxley wrote in 1947. That this is what we must do and we must introduce these things into the food and s- system to bring the population down. So I do believe this Did book you believe was, was, that story in the last week that uh, the chicken feed was poisoned or had some kind of hormone in it where the, it stopped the hens from laying eggs in the in I only just heard that, but no doubt about it, because, you know, the, the, they, the one thing they need to get rid of is um, that, that we've got for free is chickens, poultry, because we've got pure protein in the form of eggs and a non-cruel right. way of achieving it by having wonderful little birds that roam around, not little, but, you know, they roam around your house eating insects and spiders and ticks and giving you and you give them your leftovers and they give you beautiful little eggs with pure protein for free now that's a beautiful system there's no cruelty involved there's no animal slaughtered for us to get our protein that way um they must get rid of poultry and that's why you've noticed in china they often have avian bird flu and they have to destroy all their, their poultry yeah that's just eventually to keep the poultry will be illegal yeah, yeah of course. keep the price yeah. nice so yeah. the regular people can't buy it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah. Anyway, fantastic okay. chat. As usual. As usual. Can't wait. Take care. The Looks like we got a soon. couple guys that have joined in, or at least one guy. Wild Times is here and Byron was here. So, yeah, thanks, Rick. Take care. Talk. See you next time. Over out, man. Be told. You will. Be told. That's all, folks.